Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 65. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Cruise Control, set in the Star Wars universe between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. It is played using Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars, and Genesis role-playing materials, and the Mythic GM emulator. This is scene 5. Sergeant Renault and his stormtrooper squad chase Cho Prater through the snowscape. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. During this scene, you'll hear us refer to fight night rules as we decide how to implement the chase. You can find those and the chase rules we worked up on our website. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. This scene is designed for Cho to be chased through a cold environment. So we had rolled a prompt for what Cho was even doing in this area, which was guide a burden. I thought about that some, and Cho is there because from his perspective, he just had a very stressful conversation with JT. JT is not aware of the... uh, Degree to which she can stress people out? She said a number of things that just touched on things pertaining to his background that upset him. Including something related to Emla Foslo. He, despite being in that first class lounge, had not realized Emla Foslo was here, and that is a problem for him in some way. So he is actually in the cool deck area because... To chill out. To chill out. So there are some questions that I wanted asked before we begin the chase proper. Sure. We know that that show was upset by things JT told him, but he was also upset by something that PD101 said over the comm, and so I thought we We don't know what that is. So we could roll an action subject to help us decide what that is. I think that's fine. I don't think we need to roll the focus, because I think it's pretty clear that it's something related to Cho's rebel activities. I think that's fine. 75. Action. Refuse. PD is not going to be able to help. Perhaps. Sorry, I can't jeopardize my valuable career as a front desk clerk. Subject, 86. Hope. Okay, we knew it was a bad thing, but... So, I thought PD was, is a proper rebel. Yes, PD is his contact. Maybe there was supposed to be some other actual rebel on board. Yes, I would not be surprised if that was... Or PD's saying, like, the rebellion is not like... We cannot give you support in this situation. We're just here to observe right now. We're not here to take action. We've got bigger things we need to worry about. Once again, we fall back onto the rebellion as being a, just, a cruel large machine that doesn't nah, care about the little person. Yeah, I don't want to frame it as that. It's probably like, PD's probably sympathetic almost. I think you're saying that the larger rebellion can't help here fits with the idea that there was supposed to be an operative. And it, I don't even know if like there was supposed to be or Chope thought there would be. Okay. Perhaps there was a misunderstanding of where perhaps it was a change. Cho doesn't know, but the message that Cho receives is he's not getting official rebellion support. Yeah, that's, I think that's the message he's receiving. Okay. So like he's on his own. Right. And since Joe's desire is to belong to something, being told that he is on his own is saddening. So whether he takes that, it's like, I need to cut and run, or I'll show them. I'll show them all! I can do it. I can do it myself. He's not that, uh, he's not that independent type that Renzi is. That's true. But he is trying to get involved in the rebellion, and so, yeah. He's, he's still he knows this moth is up to something. This moth is up to something. And, and nobody knows that, so he still feels like... something, and it's not just some kind of twist with his other off. <laughs> this is not just a liaison of that nature. Okay, so then that's what he's thinking about in addition to the things that JT hit on. 
I was trying to decide at this point whether he would still be disguised as a ship employer or not. He hmm. doesn't. He knows that there was a signal going off on the box that JT triggered, and that was why they cleared out of there. So I'm thinking he probably ditched his ship uniform, but I could be arguing in the other direction. Because the thing is, like, he gets identified at some point. Like, we know that. Stormtroopers yeah. are like, oh, there he is. Unless they're just like, oh, some blue-skinned person will right. chase them all. Uh, it might be that it doesn't immediately occur to him to ditch his uniform. They say, like, there he is. And he's like, oh. Okay. And he makes a quick change, or he throws off his shirt, and he's got yeah. some different outfit on underneath. It doesn't matter too much, except for the issue of, does he have his normal jacket on that has plus one soak? Or is he in completely normal clothes? You can choose to say whether he's got equivalent plus one soak items or not. Okay. Uh, that's up to you whether you feel like he's getting the soap from this uniform or okay. is he just the uniform, a kind of bulky jacket on top of whatever he's wearing. Okay. And I don't know that Cho was ever physically described to you. Don't think so, no. So He's blue. That's the most important thing <laughs> JT. He is blue, skinned. And, and he's he... kind of blue disposition. <laughs> right now he's got a slightly blue disposition. He does have gold facial tattoos like many Pantorans have. His are not terribly elaborate. Those aren't like super bright gold too. It's a relatively dull. Yeah. Like mineral gold, not gleaming gold. Yeah. And I would only say anything further about them to you if JT made some sort of knowledge check. Because okay. I don't know that she knows anything about Pantoran tattoos in general. He has kind of short, sort of spikyish white hair with frosted lavender tips. Yeah. Because I was thinking about how some people with dark hair lost their tips blonde. And I was like, what would a Pantoran do? What is the Pantoran like, equivalent of that? Yeah, okay, and so okay. there are a number of Pantorans who have lavender hair. And there's a lot that have silvery white hair. So he's got okay. the silvery white hair, but the tips are lavender. JT can appreciate <laughs> Hair is whatever color um, it is. And he has like a lithe build. Okay. Slightly bulkier than just wiry. So you're down on the snowy level. And you're down on the snowy level. The scene is down scene on the snow. The camera pans down. It's a huge ship. So there's got to be like an indoor bobsled track and loose. Indoor bobsled <laughs> track. You know, like those carnivals. Most cities don't have bobsled <laughs> tracks. <laughs> those carnivals that have like the slide that you go down on the On the, the canvas potato. bag or whatever, yeah, the yeah. potato sack, yeah. Right. So it's got like those kinds of things. Kids are sledding. Okay, definitely a sledding hill. There's ice skating. And then there's like, you know, snowy caves to explore. And it's a whole, it's right. probably, it covers multiple floors. Not like all horizontally, well, you slide but from like one floor some down vertical to another space. Because we established in the, the restaurant district that there was places on the ship that have open space between floors. And there's an ice skating part and probably... It might not be high enough for people to ski, but there might be some, like, snowboarding-type stuff going on. Right. So, parts of this might be Arctic snowfield, parts of this might be frozen ice cave, and yeah. parts of this will be foot chase. Yeah, sure. Just the... Uh, whatever uh, seems appropriate. And possibly starship passes, depending where you end up. <laughs> or urban skywalk. We have options. Lots of options. Yeah. And I should bring up, just for reference, the last time we did a chase, so I can see how we did it. We do something as specific as you start at X range and you're trying No, to... no. What we did was, well, we did say you start at a certain range, but we did contests of skills. Right. But I will not be surprised if this ends up in flat out combat at some point. Or maybe combat for the purpose of escaping. Right. So I believe some stormtroopers had just said, there Hey, there he is. So you're there. Stop. Have they been like stopping Pantorans along the way? 
I think they probably have been talking to various crew members or like, there's a Pantoran on your staff we need to have it work with. And probably the crew members are like, uh, well, no, we don't have any Pantorans on staff. And they're like, probably one of them is like roughing up whatever this poor hapless crew member is. Several other, you see maybe some other scenes of like just random Pantorans being questioned, <laughs> but like they don't fit the bill for whatever reason, or like they have alibis or whatever it is. Okay. So Cho is definitely still in, in ship uniform at this point, and he's spotted across the way, and they're like, there's a Pantoran in ship uniform. That must be him. Yeah, like, well, like that fits the bill. That's someone we need to talk to, definitely. Mm-hmm. They're probably way too aggressive when they say, hey, you were there. We need to talk. Or, no, we didn't. Well, even if they were just like, we have some questions for you. Yeah, we have some questions. To somebody with a guilty conscience, that's... uh... Joe chooses to bolt rather than... So what kind of range do you want to start this at? This sounds like a medium or long. Probably medium. It's like the other side of the room. Unless you think it's long or three maneuvers or whatever. I think medium might be a good distance to start. And we we maybe should ask some questions about like how crowded the area is to begin with. I think that's a good question. You were describing it earlier. It sounded very popular. I think it's likely that it's this, yeah, this is like busy. just after lunchtime, kind of. Just after lunchtime, sounds like a popular, uncommon attraction. All these people from worlds that don't have snow. A lot of people from a lot of jungle planets out or, there. A lot of desert planets out there. And city planets, too. Yes, Ecumenopolis. People don't have a chance to get out and play in the snow, so... So I think it's likely or somewhat likely. To be crowded. crowded. Chaos level is 7. I rolled an 88. That is still yes. And Cho actually has, I think, nothing that works at medium range. Really? Yes. His combat capabilities begin at short range and decrease from the range. <laughs> I have bad news for Cho. <laughs> Both these fellows got long range, but they can only stun at Stunning is short only short range. range. Yes. Yeah. And in a crowded civilian atmosphere. And they, like they're not shooting the kill, they need to question this guy. Right. So I think... Cho's first instinct, because of how like upset he is right now, and like not having any support and things like that, is to run. Yep. But then after the first round, when he sees what the stormtroopers are actually doing, he may change his, his policy. Oh, that they're not just lining up a shot on him right now? If they're going to shoot at him through a crowd of people, that is different from if they're just going to run after him. Yeah. And so his choices will, will change accordingly. Oh, but wait, we said it's crowded. It is crowded. So maybe he is not going to run. He's gonna maybe he's going to hide. hide. Okay, that's fine too. So I think rather than using... So we want to handle this as like a, a fight night skill type it's thing? It's a fight night, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're doing some kind of stealth? So my tactics is going to be stealth. And what I'm thinking is he's going to kind of duck down behind some other people. He's not unreasonably tall. No. He's not a chiss. He's a pantoran. He's going to get some red contacts though and some stealth. He's like, no, I'm a chiss. <laughs> So if there's like an ice skating rink and stuff, when people ice skate for a while, they start to heat up. And so I'm thinking like there'll be benches and stuff where like some people have their jackets cast aside and things like that. So his thought is he'll duck down so they can't see him. He'll like take off his uniform so, jacket and like swipe somebody else's jacket. It sounds like he needs to make a quick change and do this still. So like there was the tactic and there's the role, the mm-hmm. way the fight works. So which one is which here? Right. So essentially my tactic is stealth and my fighting is deception. What is the deception about? It's the quick change, like the disguise part. Right. Or skullduggery. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. And I, I would do it the other way around. Wouldn't your tactic be skullduggery? That's what you're using to help assist your situation. Okay. And yeah, stealth yeah. is like what you're doing. Yes, okay. So I think your tactic, your skullduggery, I feel like that's just a two purple. It's crowded. There's definitely jackets and things around. And that will give you bonuses or give or penalties to the other person. Okay, that's skullduggery. 
You want to resolve my things first before we say what their things are? What they're going to be doing is searching for you. Their tactic is going to be coercion, pushing people out of the way. <laughs> okay. Out of the way! That's a case of criminal! Maybe leadership makes more sense for this? There's essentially three parties. There's Cho, there's the sergeant, and there's the minions. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I guess it's leadership for him. He's like, out of the way! Or like, civilians out of the way! So this, the sergeant is doing leadership and the troopers are doing coercion? I don't think the troopers get a... I think this side is getting a... Oh. I don't think it's fair that they each get okay. in this situation. The sergeant is doing leadership. Leadership tactics. And then... And then they're doing... Uh, they don't have perception. They have vigilance. Oh, well. Sucks for them. Haha. I guess the minions are going to assist. Okay. So he's going to get a blue die then. He's going to get a blue die. So you had said to set the difficulty of the skull degree at two... Talking about the environmental features. Yeah. Usually when we do fight night, the difficulty is set by oh, your the opponent. opponent. So that should be probably set by the opponent's vigilance. If you want to also apply blue dice because of the crowdedness. I think you get a blue die because of the crowdedness. Definitely. Okay. So that means that the difficulty for Cho's skullduggery tactic is being set by the Stormtrooper's vigilance. Yes. The fight part equivalent is going to be Cho's stealth, which would also be by their vigilance. Which seems to me... Is that how we've done it, or has the fight part been just a roll of, like, you're doing a melee, there's two purples? It's melee, melee. brawl versus their melee brawl. Yeah. The skullduggery might make more sense, not... it's That's why it's, like, it's against the crowd. How good a jacket can you find that fits, that makes sense? Okay. How quickly can you find it? When we did the out-and-out running chase, people were using whatever tactics they want, but when it came to the chase itself, they were using athletics. Right, but you said you're hiding. the other right. person's athletics. Right, right. right. So that's why I still think it should be two purple. So you're saying it two purple, but you're giving me... I don't think you get a blue die. Oh, because this is just about grabbing stuff. This is just grabbing stuff, quickly making a change. And you're doing leadership, and you're trying to do it against a crowd to get them out of the way. I think that's three purple. I think it is three purple, because it's a crowd. Maybe four, depending on the size of the crowd. It is crowded, but not exceptionally so. Okay, so we'll say three purples. All right, Chill's Skullduggery, yellow, yellow, green, comes up as two successes and an advantage. The trooper... Yellow, green, green, blue. The blue is because of his, his minions. minions, yeah. Okay. Ooh, it's a bad day to be in the Empire. Like most days. What's going on? Four failures and one advantage. Four failures and one... So people are not... Like, they don't care. They're on vacation. They might not even realize they're real stormtroopers. Probably it's like, hey, where are the snowtroopers? Or, no, they have an advantage, like, oh, you guys must be snowtroopers. I thought you'd look different. So people are, like, maybe complimenting them in some way that's still getting in their way. Yeah, they're in their way. They're not moving. Maybe some people are even like, oh, a real stormtrooper. Like, some people are thanking them for their service. Yeah. Uh, they're just making the, like, the sergeant a little uncomfortable. <laughs> some of the minions eat up, though, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's my first real mission, and uh, kind of a big deal. <laughs> Okay, nobody got two advantages, though, which is what is required to get a boost on your fight roll. Okay, but Cho gets an upgrade. Cho gets an upgrade on their difficulty. That is, when you have a success on tactics, it gets harder for the other person. Okay. That was the tactics of the first round. And then, so Cho is doing stealth, and the troopers are doing coercion here. I think the the troopers are doing perception. They're hunting around the situation. That's fine. The reception, not that good, because, you know, helmet. But, okay, this is interesting, because, like, our roles are going to be kind of diametrically opposed to each other. Yes. My stealth is set by your vigilance. Yes. Your perception is set by my stealth. I think that's true. Okay. The vigilance you are going up against is going to be two reds and a purple. And how many minions are in this group? 
I want to say three, because there's three guys. Well, no, there's four guys on this card, but the last guy isn't paying attention. So there's three guys, I think. So two yellows and a green is is yours? Yeah, that's based on the surgeon. And they will give a black die as well because of the minions. There are, yeah, there are some minions around. Versus Cho's stealth of yellow, yellow, green. But Cho has a knack for stealth. Ooh. So that's going to get rid of the black die. That is helpful. And the trooper's perception is going to be set by Cho's stealth. So that is going to be red, red, purple. But I get an upgraded difficulty because Cho's exceeded. So it's red, red, red. Yeah, the positive dice in that situation is going to be green, green, blue in this case. So Cho is grabbing jacket, stripping off the one that he had on from the uniform. And that's not going to work. He has failure with one threat. Okay. It's not going to be a good day for stormtroopers, though. Because their cunning is only two, okay. and they don't have perception. They're only good at seeing when they don't pay attention. Does the evil GM want to assist them in some way? Or is it too early for it's that? It's too early. These guys got some plans. Three reds. Yeah. <laughs> not surprising, they fail. They fail with despair. Oh, boy. Let's see what's on the despair column today. I don't think a snowblind or hidden crevasse is what makes sense. I don't think they get attacked by a wamba. Oh, here we go. I think you are correct that the room they're in has an ice rink right now. Okay. Show was on one end of the ice rink. Maybe not even on the ice. Okay, like just across the rink. Yeah, but clearly there's fewer people in the rink than all around. Stormtroopers' idea is like, well, let's just go across. But they're not snowtroopers. They didn't think this through. They don't have uh, the right... They don't have crampons. The character <laughs> accidentally discovers a patch of ice which provides no traction. takes a devastating fall. As a result of the fall, the character is knocked prone, disoriented, and receives a critical injury. Ooh. I think one of the minions... Is that why there's only three now? That's why there's only three. Right, that's good. <laughs> one of the minions starts going out. One who's very gung-ho. Okay. I'm like, I'll get him. He's like, whoa. Can okay. you just hear crack? So everybody failed at what they were doing. So I feel like the distance hasn't changed between anybody. That, I think that's correct. And so I think at the start of the next round, we're kind of still where we were before, on opposite sides of the skating ring. But they saw that Cho switched out his jacket. He failed his stealth check. Okay, yeah. So Cho is now wearing some jacket that he just swiped that has soap on. Um, we may find out if it's got some particular insignia. Who knows? It might have anything. The it might have letterman jacket in it. That's true. He had one advantage on his skullduggery before. Can we say he also grabbed a scarf? Sure. I have a plan for that scarf that will probably fail. All right, so we're still medium range. Yep. So normally when we do a fight night or a foot chase, after the tactics in the fight roll, we do a resilience roll. Oh, how well are you holding Because, up? like, you get winded over time. Yeah, I think that's fair. Nobody's really gone anywhere yet, but the first roll, like, this is one that increases. It starts, yeah, it starts easy, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have a resilience roll now. That's going to be no difficulty at all. Okay. Do you want each of these groups to do that? Or? I do think the sergeant and the minion should be separate for this. Can do. So what is the resilience of a group of three stormtroopers? A group of three stormtroopers has a resilience of three greens. They have three brawn. But a stormtrooper sergeant has two yellows and a green. Oof. He's resilient. He uh, works out. It's part of his job. Well, you know, Cho works out too, which is why he's got athletics. But he doesn't have resilience. <laughs> Yes, often one of those neglected skills among physical characters. You no, know, you skip resilience day. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. If I had thought things through further, I might have put a point in that because of things you don't know yet. <clears throat> but I did not. Uh, so no difficulty dice this time around. And you used the crit to remove one of the minions completely, so it will have no effect on this resilience roll. Okay. Yeah, that guy is just disoriented. He's out of it. Come back to the med bay. All right, Joe. 
Failure with two advantages. Failure. Oh, man. Just rolling green dice here. Stormtroopers, failure with two advantages. Four successes and an advantage. The sc- Come on, you dumb skulls! <laughs> Don't let them get away! You apes want to live forever? Okay. I decided this stormtrooper is from Starship Troopers. He's in the wrong movie. Okay. So normally in the context of a fight, the resilience failure means you get to upgrade the skill of your opponent's fighting. They so have an chasing. easier time. Yes. Okay. That's so... Fine. We might want to just split out the Storjan and the Troopers I think that's, at the, for the next round. I think that's fair, because like, the Troopers, they had like, their help on their friend for just a second. We had said, after the last chase that we did, that there was no like consumption of strain going on in this in the way this we constructed this chasing mechanic. Right. And that was something we, we thought we might want to revisit at some point in time. So we might just want to keep that in mind. Or you could say the resilience check is, like instead of your opponent gets an upgrade... You fail this check, it costs you two strength. Okay. I mean, that's, why why I like that better because that works. That's more how Genesis works. Okay. Let's try implementing it that way then. Go over again what you think this should be doing. If you succeed versus if you fail. I think you succeed, nothing bad happens. If you fail, you suffer two strain. Just like in social combat. Just like in social combat. I think the advantages for this check should only be used for other boost die bonuses, other things. They shouldn't be necessarily used to recover strain. So the only way you can recover strain in this chase... You could use advantages from the other roles. Okay. Particularly like where you have one advantage, you're like, well, that's not enough for me to get a blue die and something else. Okay. So with that in mind, we're going to apply that here. So Cho and the troopers each had two advantages, which is enough for a blue boost die. But they both failed. But they both failed the resilience check, which means they both suffer a strain. Suffer two strain. Which, like, you might wear down these this minion group relatively quickly and, like, start paring them down as guys start falling behind. Okay. Whereas the sergeant, he amply succeeded this, and he has just one advantage. All right, that was round one. Okay, round two. So far, troopers have done nothing violent yet. That's correct. And so Cho's going to run. Oh, sorry, I forgot one important thing that should be applied to the stormtroopers for everything they do. They should have black dive because it's cold. So, how cold is it? Because Arctic Snowfield (laughs) is two black dives. Frozen Ice Cave, okay. only one black die. This is a good mythic question, I yes, think. Yes, this is a good mythic question. And I think it is very I think it is very likely to be only one black die of cold. Because your clientele has to be able to have fun here. Right. Maybe there's a room that's like the ice drink bar. There's probably like an ice bar like there is in Reykjavik. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and maybe like if we went into the caves. Um, I, there, there could be a section where we transition into a far colder area. So I think the right way to frame the question is, is it cold enough to inhibit, to add a setback die? If it's extremely so. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like that's the right way yes. to frame yep. the question. Yep, Um, You think it's very likely. It is cold enough to add a setback die. What is higher than very likely? Near sure thing, a sure thing, and has to be. I think it's a sure thing that is cold enough. Okay. Because it's cold enough for ice. So what's 75? Yes, but not exceptionally so. So there's one black die of setback. So yes, we should have been adding a black die. You know, they were on a rush of adrenaline. They were they had just, just get, entered. Just entered. Okay. This is important because, you know, Joe's got cold resistance, so the black die doesn't affect him. Yes. Gotta get every last advantage I can. All right, round two. So Cho is definitely going to be running, so his chase skill is definitely going to be athletics. Is his but tactic, tactics. sweet tic-tacking coordination, parkour, is that his thing? I thought it was for some reason. Uh, he does have extremely good coordination, but I'm not sure that's where he would go at this point. I think his interest is essentially in keeping the ice between him and the stormtroopers because they've just demonstrated incompetence on it. So is there going to be like a Benny Hill running around? Well, 
either that or coordination, but not because of parkouring, but coordination because of ice skating. Okay, so he's going onto like, the ice. I will take the chase to the ice. Okay. I because I feel good. like I can do better on ice than they can. Right. I think that means tactics is coordination, and my chase skill is athletics. So your coordination, I think that is, again, that's not opposed by the stormtroopers in this case. It's, that's just how good are you on the ice. how hard is it to ice skate? With shoes. <laughs> With shoes. So I think it's two purples to ice skate, but there's a black die because you don't have... Skates. That's fair. I do not have a knack for coordination. But my coordination, like so many other things, is yellow, yellow, green. What's going on with these troopers? <sighs> Slash their sergeant. We're separating them out at this point. I think it ask. makes sense. Yeah. Because the sergeant might decide like that he just needs to do something on his own because of the incompetence I think, of his underlings. I think he takes a free action to like split up and surround him. So I think what the sergeant is doing is like he's trying to arrange a tactical search pattern. So do you think that's leadership? I think that's leadership, but he's talking to his own stormtroopers now as opposed to everyone else. Well, we're right. That would be affected by the size of the group, which is not terribly big. It's three guys. It's a small group. I think two two. purples is fine. And I'm fine with giving you a boost die because you're their property. He is the duly appointed commander who has not yet been shown to be a tyrannical. Yes. Other than the fact that he called them a name. A starship. Uh, He called them an apes. That's a common term used to uh, new recruits to make them feel big and strong. You should have a lower-pitched voice than the... Uh... That's true. All right, you apes. Span out. What's his leadership? Yellow to greens. Okay, and the troopers are going to attempt to fan out. That sounds like they're moving across the ice. Yeah, or like just encircling. They would still need to make it to the other side of the ice if they were going to try some sort of pincer. Yeah, coordination is probably good, but they're in the same situation as Cho. With two purples and black. But they do get another setback from the cold. Yes, as does the as sergeant. As does the sergeant. That Cho does not suffer. What is their coordination? That will be three greens. Then for the chase part of it, they'll be doing athletics just like Cho is? I think so, yes. And so it'll be... Their difficulties will be set by each other's athletics. What is the sergeant going to do during the chase? Is he also just going to run? No, I want him to like... Observe and watch and like try to figure out where is this trying to guy trying to go like you want to leave you have to leave the ice ring The ice ring is like in the middle of the room. So what is this guy's plan? Okay, and maybe it's vigilance because he's trying to react or he's like scanning for other threats Yeah, we do not play with knowledge warfare. So okay. I think vigilance sounds to me like appropriate He wasn't prepared for this cold environment. He needs to take stock of the situation. Yes, and I, I do sort of have in mind where Chill might be headed, so... That's fine. Pulls out a lightsaber. Sorry, the sergeant pulls out a lightsaber or Cho does? Cho does, in this context. <laughs> Cho does have a secret backstory, but I don't think lightsabers are part of it. I think it's... What was the setting? Almost impossible? All right, so first, how does Cho do on the ice skating rink? All right, make your planet proud. Here we are in the Dame Metropolis Olympics. I'm, I'm from a moon. Oh. People from moons are really particular about that. <laughs> Not a planet. It's a moon, actually. One success. In success, upgrades. A chase for the opponent. Yes. Sergeant, leadership, yelling at your minions. Two successes. Two successes. Troopers. Right. Apes. They're the ape squad. These gentlemen succeed with three threats. Okay, this was just the tactics round. But yes. this does represent their ability to stay balanced on the ice. So before you decide what to do those three threats... Yeah. Normally, two threats and tactics can be used to add a setback die to your own chase roll. Okay, I think that's probably good as... Like, two of them are doing okay, and one of them is, like, slipping a little bit. They have to grab 
And so it's just slowing them down. So two threats are used to get the black type. When I say that third threat is spent. It's strained. Like the, the guy who's yeah. slipping around is having a, a rough time with it. So moving on to the chase skill itself. They also get an upgrade because Cho succeeded his coordination check. So three reds. Yeah, and there's a setback because it's cold. And there's a setback because, because they're flopping they out. Because they are... Whoa. Cho's difficulty is set by the Troopers Athletics. Which is yellow, yellow, green. And they succeeded, so... Oh, this is not going to go well. But he doesn't have as many black dice. He does not have any black dice. Correct. All right, the sergeant... I almost want to say it's like vigilance versus cool. For like, not giving away what you're doing. Yeah. Like, you realize I rushed in here. I'm going to just take a second to watch this guy. He can't jump. He can't disappear in a second. What are his options? Think back to the academy training. What did they say about this? Okay. He has a flashback. What did they say about chasing aliens across the... He just has a flashback. We're like, all right, you wait. Let's go. <laughs> He's like, damn it. <laughs> I went to the wrong leadership school. <laughs> And his vigilance is? Two yellows and a green. Okay. Everybody is rolling two yellows and a green. And he'll get a black from the cold. cold. Starting with Cho. Let me cook up some good despair. Options here. Yeah. Oh! Does it succeed though? No. But there's four advantages to go with these two despairs. You get attacked by a wampa. Who knew? <laughs> a wampa got loose from a uh, zoo. That's okay. Joe has a little bit of survival. Okay, we'll, Bef- we'll get that. Before you decide, yeah. well, let's see how things go wrong for everybody Yeah, else. I think that's fair. The ape, ape squad. They have one advantage. Yeah, so they, they help their friend back up is what they spend most yeah. of their time doing. They fail. They make no forward progress, but they get themselves back all standing upright. Yep. And that's okay because apparently Cho has not made much forward progress either. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, somebody's trying to analyze Cho's brilliant scheme. <laughs> what is this Pandoran doing? What is that fool He's doing? got some cool, wow. Yes, he does I didn't have realize that. a lot of cool. Oh, and Cho succeeded his tactic roll, right? Yes, but we applied that upgrade to the okay. trooper. That's the advantage of having multiple people chase someone else. It made sense to apply it to the people who were actually yeah, trying to close that's distance fair. with that's him. Fair. However, Cho is too cool for school. Okay. So, what yeah. was his clever stratagem? Falling all over the ice like that. What is he attempting to do? Two threats, but no success. I do think it's more like he has a flashback, like, all right, I need to... <laughs> like, I've seen lieutenants do this. I can figure this out. What is this guy trying to do with his flashback? And it's just... <laughs> he gets distracted by being pissed off at leadership school. Yeah. All right, you apes. Ah, stupid. And he sees, like, his three stooges or whatever pull themselves back up. Okay, so we have two despairs here. Can one actually, like, fall through ice in an ice skating rink? I mean, normally that's not possible at all. There are a lot of uh, arenas that are transformable between, like, basketball and, uh, like, an ice rink. And it's clearly, like, you have to move the ice rink in and out. There could be a place where, like, I don't know, maybe there's not even a cone there, it's just not safe. Like, the ice just stops and he goes flying. There's a patch that isn't slippery, essentially. So if you're, like, skidding, sliding forward on ice, and then you hit a non-slippery part, you would just go flying. Goes flying. What's the mechanical effect of this in this situation then? We can say he takes a crit. I think taking a crit. If there's nothing interesting in the environment. Well, there's like hidden crevasse. Layer of snow and ice gives way, dropping them to a deep crevasse. Right, and we we're saying it doesn't make sense for him to fall through the floor. I mean, there could be a a shortfall in the sense of like it's three feet down, which could work to his advantage. On the other hand, who knows where that goes? And there's like little pillars holding the ice up because this is a permanent ice rink, and for a reason, there's maintenance ducts. Then we would be shifting into a starship. Yeah, so that's a possibility. There's also the issue of there are people around. We said that. And so 
The despairs oh. could be related to people. I like him taking a crit. I think that's a reasonable thing. And there's two despairs here, so we could yes. just say one of them is he takes a crit. One of them is a crit, and the other one is, like, there's someone, there's a loyal imperial citizen here of, like, are you trying to get away? Okay. So maybe somebody else grabs him that he wasn't expecting. Okay, I like that. Running from the stormtroopers into the arms of a loyal Imperial citizen. Yeah. Uh, here's a question. Do we have any existing NPCs who are oh, who could fit this bill? Yes, we have some existing NPCs. First, let me roll the crit so that I know physically what's happening to him. 34? Yeah. You are stunned. The target is staggered until the end of next turn. That's horrible, but yes. that totally fits. As in, like, you just hit a patch of non-ice and BAM! Staggered means no actions. Yeah. One still has maneuvers when one is still staggered. still maneuvers. So you can still take your tactic, I think, to act defensively to make life harder for the other person. Okay. I had been thinking kind of the reverse. I could still make forward movement. I would just not get a tactics to assist it. That's another possibility. I'll find the ladder. All right. Let's take a look at the NPCs that exist so far. Existing NPCs. PD-101. I don't think that was him. No. Emla Fosblow. Now, it was a despair... <laughs> But is it wasn't she... five despairs. Wait, is she human? <laughs> she okay. is human. and She has money? I don't remember exactly what okay. the deal was. She is the scion of some sort of major engineering house on okay. Corellia, but she's lazy. She's analytical. Right. But what was interesting when we rolled information about her was that we rolled neglect allies. Okay. And at the time, we were like, oh, she's traveling alone. She doesn't have a coterie with her. But when I thought about things later, like, because obviously there's something in the past between Cho and this woman, she burnt him in some way. Right. In a way that she's probably not aware of just how much damage she did to him because she never had to earn any money in her life. But she exposed him in some way that totally ruined things for him. Okay. Anyway, I don't know whether we want to drag her in at this point or not. I don't think so, necessarily. Who else we got? We also have Adapex Westcore, a Zabrak Chiwap pharmaceutical. We have Sharni Selson, who is not a super loyal citizen. She's the Twi'lek Droid Liberation Cooperative. BNCR, the bouncer droid, would not be here. The Flogging Hands, Abner and Agnes. No, you're dangerous. The Okana family, Mariah, Gavin, Zinni, and Maftia. No, because they were observed in front of the movie theater. That's right. That was like half an hour ago. The moth could be out for his gate. <laughs> it is a, possible. He's a loyal citizen. <laughs> There's a few other rich people from the lounge that did not get named at the time that were also in the group that JT was talking with. Um, one of them is a Slonian and one of them is a Grand. Right. One of them was interested in ship manufacturing and the other one was asking questions to Adapex about the medicine industry. Okay. Or we could just generate another yeah, NPC. I, I like the ship manufacturing. This is someone who wants to win some Imperial contracts. Okay. So and this so is... we're like, okay, this can maybe get me a meeting that I need. Okay. They may not necessarily be like loyal Imperial citizen, but like they see it as advantageous to them. This is the Grand. So they're kind of goat-like and they yeah. have got three eyes. Yep. On little stalks. And his name is Tenex Cinnamon. All we know about him is that he's rich and... He derailed the charity conversation towards like, oh, they're my favorite ship manufacturers, blah, blah, blah. Right. Somehow in the ship manufacturing sector. All right. Comes back into play. And when it's all over, Cho could just give him a GT's business card and be like, you should go to this gala. All right. Staggered for one round when Tenex sentiment grabs him. And I feel like Tenex is probably a bit of a jerk about it. We don't really know anything at all about him. Like, we, right. ne we never rolled any of the motivations or, or personality-wise. So, right. if you want free reign. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, he sees an opportunity for a second. 
And it's a good thing for the Imperials that he does, because they all failed. True. The sergeant failed with two threats. Which could be something bad. He was just watching. Could be some nasty glare. What would that do? Uh, until the end of the character's next turn, and a black die all checks of all in sight, so... I would spend both of them. To he just takes a black, a black die. die. Okay. He's like, he's like looking up. Oh, maybe he'll try to go up in the ceiling. He like looks at the bright light too long. Mm-hmm. Okay. Resilience checks now. Yes, at one... At one purple. And the black die that you just acquired, we will save till next round. However, but the, the cold the die cold does should. apply. Alright, this is resilience. You still have three stormtroopers. Let's see if people can succeed. People did really terrible last round at this. Now that it's harder, will they do better? Two successes and one advantage for the stormtroopers. The sergeant, also suffering from cold, but actually has this skill, he succeeds with two advantages. Two advantages. Which can give him a blue die, so he'll have a blue and a black die from the effects of this round. Yeah. And now Cho, designed for cold temperatures. Whew. Four successes, two advantages. He will need that blue die for something next turn, although he's not taking an action. So, what does Tenex say, like, when he, like, grabs this? I guess Cho is, was, like, child skating. You know, yeah. he's in regular shoes, so he's, yeah. like, skating, and then he hit something and went stumbling forward. It seems like, oh, this nice person is helping to steady him, but then, like, does not let go of him. Yeah, he kind of grabs him. He's like, hello, young man. It was nice talking to you. I was just need to talk to you. And Cho is momentarily stunned that this person is holding him. Yeah, and he's got a firm grip, it seems. Yeah. And... I don't know if mechanically you just want to upgrade the difficulty of... I don't want to, like, introduce him as, like, oh, he's a whole other thing that you have to run no, away no, from no, no, as no. well. I mean, this particular round, the effect is that I'm only getting one roll, whereas the, you're getting... The crit is your staggered. Oh, I see. The despair. I think... He might, he might upgrade your upgrade. difficulty. Yep. Yeah. It's like he's a significant distraction and literal obstacle. Okay. Ah, hmm. Cho specifically has a talent related to disengaging from enemies. Oh. It costs him strain to do it. And it's an incidental. Yeah, I think uh, that's a fair thing to do. So in this particular round, because I am staggered, I'm only getting to make one of the rolls, which I feel like I am still allowed to do a movement-oriented thing. Okay. So that's going to be the, the chase part. You're just not able to take any special action. Though. I am too like mentally stunned or whatever to you like do some figure sweet out anything, jujitsu move to get away from this clever. guy. Right, but I do. Okay, so you don't extract suffer myself from this guy. I mean, no, you have the talent. You oh, have to spend the strain. I have to spend the strain. Okay, yeah. So I extract myself from him and I try to continue moving away. Right. This is essentially going to be my chase. Okay. But the tactics exist for the bad guys. What are yes. they going to do? Uh, Sarge. There seems to be Sergeant, a, he's looking. a civilian uh, involved now. That's true. Order him to seize him, but that's not really... He, he did seize him. Yeah, you let him go. Not at this very moment. It's just, they all got to fan out now, I think. This guy's totally unpredictable. <laughs> I don't think the sergeant's going to go out onto the ice. He's going to try to like circle around to the opposite exit. Yeah, that seems to make sense. In my mind, Chill was heading towards not just like an exit out into the hallways, but to like whatever more elaborate jungle jimmy type part into of more, the snowscape there was. Right, into the next wacky part of the snowscape. Yes, essentially to a place where parkouring would make sense, right? Yes. To a place where he could quickly scale something or whatever that these idiots yeah. in bulky There's armor ice would not be able restaurant. to keep up with. Like Scale the, the balcony up to it or whatever. All the seats like, are frozen. Everything is made of ice. All the tables are made of ice. All the silverware is made of ice. All the silverware, too. Yeah, it's very You exciting. have to wear insulated gloves so that you don't destroy their silverware. Yes. The Stormtrooper minions, they're still just going to be on the ice. They've gotten themselves collected together again. 
So are they doing coordination? They're going to do coordination again? and athletics. Yeah. The stormtrooper sergeant, he just needs to get around to the other side. So what is his? It's just like I just he's need... he's looking to cut it off though. So this is a positioning sort of thing. Yeah. Something like discipline or like cool or whatever. He has to move through the crowd of people. Yeah. He still needs to negotiate a space to get where he wants to go. Yes. Now, does he care about alarming people? Not right there's, now. There's probably after he alarms someone, he probably will think <laughs> a, about that. A citizen is already being helpful. He clearly didn't go to the best leadership school, avoiding a panic. Not what the Imperial Stormtroopers are known for. I kind of like the idea of discipline. And it's also like discipline is like, no, I shouldn't chase where he is. I need to chase where he's probably going to go. That's an exit. Okay. So it's discipline to like make himself do the right thing. Yeah. That's the tactic. And then athletics is going to be his. Okay. Like literal chase. Okay. What is going to set the discipline? Is it still being set by Cho's cool? I think that's not bad because like maybe there's like a couple different exits and he's got to get to the right one. Yeah, there's still like the unpredictability of what is this guy going to do. Yeah. Which, you know, probably the sergeant was not expecting him to simply tumble away from this man's grasp. All right. Red, red, purple. You're getting a setback from the cold. You're getting a setback and a boost from things that happened last round. Yep. And your discipline, Stormtrooper Sergeant. Is going to be two yellows and a green. Stormtroopers are still doing their coordination. Yep. Two purples and a black, plus a black for the cold. Why do they have that first black? That black. Because they don't have skates. Right, right. If they were they... snowtroopers, they you know, would get to ignore that, and probably they'd have cold-appropriate gear. Yes, yes they would. Stormtroopers, failure. Oh, what a mess. Well, that's just the tactic, so they're not outwitting Joe. Correct. Sergeant. He's got failure with one advantage. Failure because one he advantage. is unable to anticipate what Cho's going to do. Yeah, this guy's totally unpredictable. Okay, but now the chase itself. Right, so Cho lucks out. There's not extra. Both of his enemies failed to like make his life more difficult. And he didn't That's... have the option to make theirs more difficult. So the difficulty for Cho is still being set by the athletics of his opponents. Which is the sergeant. Yellow, yellow, green. Okay. So everybody's difficulty is red, red, purple. Except you two have black dice for the cold. Yep. And was the glare affecting both the ones this round? I think it is, yes, until the end of the character's next turn. So, very similar dice pool, except increasing numbers of black dice getting added as we go along. Cho! Oh, Cho. No, Cho. Cho fails with four advantages. He (laughs) slips out of Tenix's grasp, but he does not get further. It's just, he realizes, you know, it's hard to get traction on this ice. And, And it may be that it's too crowded here, too. Yeah, it is crowded. So we're all still medium range from each other. Yes. It's um, a great well, dance of death. And now, this is the Stormtrooper roll. They fail with one advantage and a despair. Oh, man. Uh, one guy, one Stormtrooper, he gets a great idea, like, Hey, wait, push me! They push him. He looks like he's making good progress, but like he zips right by Cho. It like, hits the edge and <laughs> plumps over. Plumps over the railing type thing. So we have lost another... We lost another Stormtrooper. <laughs> Excellent. You know, you just let your enemies defeat themselves. All the time I spent making sure I knew what Cho was equipped with weapon-wise, not going to matter at all. Okay, what do we got going on here? We have failure as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at some point they may decide to just start shooting. They might. The storm, it's starting to clear the short range. He will start shooting. So that's failure with three advantages. But he's not pissed off enough to yet risk firing wound damage. Don't think so. It's not like Cho's getting further away either. That's true. Not really escaping. Although his, he sees his resources depleting. I think the sergeant will take for his advantages, like, the crowd clears a little bit, as there has been some commotion. 
So he'll take a blue die in this round. Is that blue die representing the crowd clearing spell? Yeah, I think so. Okay. He's got a little bit more leeway about, like, he can see better, he can move a little more easily. So Cho had four advantages, which I think... You need some strain? I think I want to, because if they do decide to start shooting, like, that's going to be some damage. So you Cho doesn't get away, but I think he finds a moment, like, behind other people, catches breath. What is Cho's... How does he recover some strain? Did he just take a second to, like, swear? <laughs> He's a. Does he have some resolve of like, no, I can do it. Does he make some smirky comment about So, in, in terms of like the getting away, yeah. I think the getting away was shrugging out of the jacket very quickly yeah. so that Tenix was left holding the jacket and oh, then, I and see. then like, kind of like startled, at which point Cho just like snatches the jacket back out of Tenix's hand. <laughs> so he's um, Yeah, so JT may have picked up a little bit that Cho has a background in thievery. He certainly picked a lock while he was around, and then he was messing with finder cuffs and things like that. Cho is not, I would say, a casual thief. It was a profession. I see. And here, like, stealing things in this chase is for the purpose of, like, disguising and obfuscation and things like that. But I think there's, like, just this, like, little moment of, like, pride. This is one of the sides of Cho that, like, when rolling flaws and things like that, I'm like, how am I going to play pride working with all these other ideas I have? But I think it's, like, professional pride with Cho. And it's kind of like, you know, I still got it. Yeah. He hasn't worked in the capacity of professional thief in quite a while. Okay. And so I think that's where, like, the strain comes back from, is like... I still got it. Stormtrooper's got nothing. Yeah. This is my turf. <laughs> this is my dice. <laughs> this cold room is... Welcome to Pentora! Okay. I like that. Resilience rolls. Up to two purples now. And down to two Stormtroopers. So we'll start with show. Success with one threat. Stormtroopers. They have a black die. It's cold. Success with one advantage. And somebody who actually has resilience. Failure with three advantages. Ugh, that's good. He has strained burn. He was doing fine before, finally caught up with him. He's okay. running around the room. Yeah, he's actually... Not on the ice, just gliding around everywhere. Exactly. Or failing to move around. He's yes. actually running around. Okay, so he has got three advantages on this resilience roll, so he can give himself a boost. I think he will do that. And Cho is not hidden currently. Cho is not hidden. Cho is simply disengaged from 10x. And I know 10x doesn't have a, a role in this slot, but... I think narratively like, he can be. Well, can we just ask the table? Like, sure. Is he just like, okay, guess that didn't work, or is okay. he going to get more involved? That's true. I feel like this is a 50-50 kind of thing. Sure. Of does he get more yeah. involved? It was like an opportunity that could be useful, yeah. but it's not super important to him. Yeah. Also, like, this guy has not shown himself to be threatening yet. Like, if he pulls out a weapon, maybe 10x is like, I don't need to deal with this. All right. 50-50. Chaos level 7. 83. No. You know what? The opportunity came up. I <laughs> uh, slipped around. He did his due diligence. Yep. You know, not maybe, his, he'll just tra- maybe he'll just follow the stormtroopers afterwards. He's like, hey, yes, I, I stopped him for a moment. He's very wily. You did an excellent job tracking him down. He starts playing through in his head what he's going to say. How he can still turn this to his advantage that doesn't involve being physically involved. Without putting himself in any danger. Okay. Because he's got an important... He's got a business meeting. Business dinner tonight to go to. All right. Here we are. The top of round four. Yes. Cho remains on the ice. Suspect remains at large. Medium range from everybody still, because everybody failed their chase check. Yes. And there's now two stormtroopers who are putzing around. On the ice. And the stormtrooper sergeant continues to move around the edge of the ice. Trying to jockey for position, but 
trying to not gaining uh, track Joe's movements from the sidelines. What will it take for him to snap? Yes, I'm trying to think if his tactic this round is coercion or if that's going to be more of his action. He's doing something along those lines. Directed at people or directed at Cho? Because like Cho is visible in a sense. He's yes. not hidden. So that's what I'm trying to like. Is he ordering him to halt and then like but still chasing him? Or I think he's going to. I think the coercion is going to be its action. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to sort out what the tactic is then in that case. I feel like the coercion should be should be the tactic because. The only way to decrease the range is, is to do something movement-based. Okay, okay, that's fine. Then I think coercion is his tactic. He demands that Cho surrender immediately. Okay. Before it was just like, oh, we need to talk to you, and now he's going to like Now it's like, you're under arrest. Okay. For violating the Imperial Code. Blah, 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 blah. 1762. Which is what? Touching a moth's thing? Uh, no, for, like, <laughs> for disobeying a direct... Oh, okay, that's the problem. A duly appointed Imperial official. Okay, um, so coercion yeah. for the sergeant. Yes. And coercion is opposed by cool? No, discipline. I, discipline. Oh. oh he just, did he just find Joe's <laughs> dump stat? Is it a dump stat if you if like, it's a two, no. never gave a rank to something? No. I mean, it's not like he's got a one. Not like the stormtroopers. So what is his coercion? Uh, yeah, here's the thing. Does he not even have he it? Doesn't have coercion. So I think what he's going to do, he's just going to get assistance from his, his crew. They're not going to actually move in? No, coercion is the tactic. So for the tactic purposes, his crew will assist. Because they're on the ice. They're, so they're in some sense a little bit closer. They are not going to do a tactic? They will not do a tactic. Either. Okay. He also had three advantages. He's given himself an extra blue dice. So he's going to get a blue die from the other stormtroopers, and he himself is going to take a blue die. And those stormtroopers are abstaining from... They're abstaining from tactics. All right, things have cleared a little. Which also means he might be able to make a break for it. Yes, that is what I'm thinking. Particularly if this guy is now shouting, you're under arrest. That is not something that Cho, who we have just established, has a criminal past. That's not music to his ears. The three words you don't want to hear. You're under arrest. But I'm looking to see, like, what can he do? Like, we've been doing this coordination athletics, coordination athletics thing, and it's not making progress. Turns out being on ice without skates is hard. Right, so I'm trying to think, like, what, if I'm going to use one of these points here right. to upgrade my check, what can we introduce environmentally that's going to give me the help that I need here? Zamboni. A Zamboni comes by. You know, Zamboni droid. There's a Zamboni droid. It would have to be a droid, so. Yeah, yeah, I know. People are clearing out. Are people clearing out because the stormtroopers have been yelling at people? Or just because, like, oh, yep, it's on the hour, they got to clear the ice. Probably the Zamboni droids are just moving through oh, all the time. In general, like, yeah. constantly And they know how to get out of everyone's way. the ice. Yeah. But the idea of, like, jumping on a Zamboni droid is appealing in some regards. However, what skills are we talking about then? It sounds like worse skills for me. Yeah. You want... Well, it's advantageous in a way. It's something that's not just coordination athletics. I can keep rolling them. Like, I am going to give myself a boost here. Right. Let me just look at the skill list. <laughs> It's just trying to, like, make something more interesting happen than I continue to wobble around ineffectively. Uh, could there be, like, another Pantoran and you're going to make, like, a quick street? I don't know, street-wise is quite right to, like, slip back into, the, like, like make that person attract their attention briefly. Like, it's obviously not the same person. But right, right, The stormtroopers see a flash of blue and get distracted for a moment. The blue streak! <laughs> or does he do... Somehow... But we said, like, the crowd was thinning, so... The crowd was thinning, but... Revealing a Pandoran. 
Possibly. There's a chiss and he uses hides behind him for a second. Tuck behind this very tall chiss. That would be like a stealth kind of thing. Yeah, if it's like hiding behind someone for a second. Or a deception kind of thing. I mean, he could like, the deception could be like, okay, I'm surrendering, I'll meet you over. I don't know. Ooh, pretend to surrender just so I can get closer to stable ground. That's a possibility. Because I, I thought I would do better on ice than they were. But it turns out that's not true. Well... We've all done equally bad on the ice, which has been to my advantage to keep me away from them. That is true. But the crowd is thinning. And if the crowd thins too much, they might just shoot me. Yes. So that's an idea, too. Actually, ooh. Right, because the sergeant is medium distance from his minions also. Probably, yeah. Because the thing is, like, do I want to go up against a group of stormtroopers and a sergeant all together? Maybe not so much, but could I take out one? Possibly. I'm going to tell you right now, the answer is no. You're not a combat-oriented character. You're going to have a bad time. <laughs> it would still be interesting to try. <laughs> That's true. And we get have a prison break as the next scene. All right. I think I kind of like that idea. I thought I was going to have to wait until people started shooting to, to do things, but... I... Well, like, another... Maybe this isn't Cho's style. Like, Cho could shoot something to induce a panic in the crowd, which might be another way for him to yeah. try to escape. But that doesn't... That's I not, gather that's not his style. That is not his style. Okay. So I do still need to move across this ice, though. So that is still going to be athletics, right? Yeah, you're, you still have to make, an, skill check. You still have to make an athletics, because you're still moving around. Right. Unless like, you want it to be cool, because you're like, I'm just walking this way. The last that's minute. true. I'm not frantically running anymore. Yeah, so I would also accept cool. Okay. <laughs> They're all the same, but, but I like that we're changing what's going on. Okay, I will do deception, because I also think that... If Cho is going to, like, essentially go turn himself into the sergeant, that he would also want to be positioned in such a way that they are less inclined to shoot. If they don't want crossfire on each other. If he's in between yeah, yeah. the sergeant and the troopers, probably the idiots would still shoot anyway, but, you know, like... <laughs> that is what I was thinking, like, mm, he's putting like, more thought into this than the stormtroopers do. Yeah. Well, you know, he's not a stormtrooper. That is true. So he might think that they're less inclined to shoot if he's in between them. Okay. He will do deception and he will do cool. Okay. I think on the cool check, you should just get a blue die. Or on one of these, you should get a blue die, because that's feeding into the sergeant's... His motivation. His motiv- well, his motivation is like, oh, he won't hold this guy to surrender. Oh, he's doing that. Okay. Like, that's what he wants to have half happen. Okay. So I don't know if it makes more sense to have that on the deception check. I think so. Okay. So what is your vigilance, Sarge? Oh, that's going to be two reds and a purple. I'm going to be receiving a boost die. Yep. And my deception is... Yellow, yellow, green. This is what happens when you make a well-balanced character. I mean, there's other things he's bad at. Logan Marenzi's world. Three is in many stats. <laughs> One or two skill ranks. You know, maybe he just needs to meet Renzi. That probably would be, you know, a good goal for him. JC's like, oh, I should introduce you to my girlfriend. And Cho's like, what? We just met. Why would I need to meet your significant Because she's super mother? awesome. <laughs> Not even because she's a rebel operator. You really want to get into the rebellion. <laughs> just because she's awesome. I mean, she's super tough. She's super strong. She can she helped me make this whipcord launcher. Okay, JT does not talk like that. <laughs> I want to correct the record right now. Sorry, I can't do a very good JT voice. All right, rolling your coercion, because I feel like that happens first. Yeah, and it's cold. It's cold. I gave you a black die. Okay, good. Oh, and you have a boost die from your friends. And a boost die from, from the crowd. From the, yeah. Tell me some good news. 
Some good news for who? Yeah, good news yeah. for me is you fail with one advantage. All right. It feels good to yell a little bit. Feels like we're making progress. So you were just shouting I was under arrest, I believe? Yeah. So I think Cho's like that point. Cho's like, whoa, a bit of a misunderstanding here. Um, we we can we can talk. You, you had some questions, and he's like slowly like. Yeah. Ooh, does it work out for him? No, 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 it does not work out for him. Failure with two advantages. So I think you could add a black die to the the sergeant's whatever roll he's making to. Instead of giving myself a boost die. Yes. Because, like, you failed your role, so the sergeant is cautious, but, like, it's still what he wants to have happen. Right. Or maybe the sergeant views it as, like, whoa, this is still advantageous for me. I just gotta snag this guy. Okay, we can give you a, a step back instead of giving me a boost. But I am going to use the story point. And my cool is verse... I think vigilance is what makes sense. All right, so that's still red, red, purple. Yeah. And are you coming out onto the ice? Are your minions... Skating closer to me? The minions are going to try to skate closer, so they're just doing athletics. The sergeant is going to do athletics as well. Like He has to get on the ice. He will do it. But he's... He does have to get on the ice. Oh, okay. If he wants to... Yes, I think that's, and like, that's probably part of the black die situation here. I just got to bag this guy. Okay, so we all get a setback dice because we're on ice. Yes, some of us get setback dice because... Because it's cold. And some of us get setback dice because we want I'm... this to happen. I'm telling you what you want to hear. I'll start with Cho, who is rolling three yellows now. Against. Two reds and a purple, and there's a setback from the ice. He is switched to cool, but he is not, does not have a knack for cool. Okay. But that works out. Very nice. He's got one threat, but he has three successes. Not too shabby. Why in the round that I choose to move towards the bad guys? Well, you will perhaps get past them. One threat. I take that as strain. All right, Sarge. His athletics is yellow, yellow, green. And so is the troopers, right? Uh, the troopers are only down two guys, oh. so they are yellow, green, green. That's right. All right, we'll do the, the troopers first. That looks like a lot of failure to me. That is a lot of failure. One Three advantage. failures and an advantage. But Sarge, still, two yellows and a green. And three blacks, I think. One advantage, but failure. So I think Cho gets some more distance, like, oh, yes, we'll go over here. And, like, kind the sergeant of, yes. is not running over there, like, okay, right. this guy's going over there. I need yes. to be on my guard, but... Cho heads towards, like, an edge to be like, you know, I'm coming over, but, like, that's where the opening in the railing is or something like that. So that means he's at medium and a half from them. Yeah, and if you want to say, like, you're into the next room kind of thing. What do you mean? Do you mean, like, change the environment? Change something? the environment a little bit. Right. Because we don't allow the ice rink. I think that's fair, although you guys are still in the ice rink. The sergeant, he has an advantage or whatever at the end. Yes. Yeah, it's like he, he only has a foot on the ice. Oh, his... okay. Yeah, that's fair. So Cho was trying to head towards a place where he could potentially either hide or climb. Or, right. Okay. I like their, the idea of there's an ice cave. I don't know if that's US of the else might. Well, I'm trying to think of like what makes sense inside a ship in a recreational zone. Right. So we had talked about like there might be some sort of restaurant type thing. So it could be that there's a sort of like fake mini mountain. Because we were talking about there's a place for kids yeah. to sled and for snowboard type stuff. And I like the idea that the restaurant, similar to the Imperial, is uh, actually slightly elevated and down is like on looking down on Rockefeller Center. Okay. So there could be like rocks and like a fake mountain tide type thing okay so this place is the size of a city we rolled that this was an exceptionally large oh, ship it's absolutely enormous so like think about how cruise liners have climbing walls i did not know that but that doesn't surprise me not that i've ever personally been on one myself but they are enormous they have multiple pools they are afloat cities that is true in our modern age 
So I like the idea of a mountainside slash restaurant. There might be some features of the ice cave that you can incorporate still. Okay. Because it is still a snowy type of place. There, and there would be ice crevices to fall through and things like that. Shall we roll our resilience? Yes, we should do that. Which yes. are now hard. getting a little worn out. Show failure with one threat. So failure itself is two strain. Yeah. One threat, is that also a strain? Or is that just something slightly bad? I feel like that's just something slightly bad. Okay. Which, what is slightly bad for Joe? Slick footing? No. Sparse cover? Like, naturally, not a lot of people on a mountainside. That's true. Like, it's you go up or down it, but it's not a place people mill about. Sergeant, success with one threat. So something slightly bad for something him also. Something slightly bad for him. And minions... Failure with one threat. So there's one threat for everybody here. So does that mean maybe we want to consider that there's some sort of environmental feature that's going to add? Bad for everyone? Yeah. I think that's a reasonable thing. So is everybody going to get a black die on their chase? I've got to say, nobody has shown themselves to be terribly competent in this whole activity here. No, and not so much. And it's not so like much. they need more black dice added. Is it like a short of... Is the atmosphere thinner here? Like, that doesn't make sense on a ship, really. It's a resort. There could be something that is not the way it should be on this ship. Ooh. Oh, this Maybe. area is, is actually, like, it's closed for repairs or whatever? That's a possibility. I was just thinking, like, everybody rolled a threat on something that was environmental here. We could potentially roll something. Would you like a, a action, an action verb thing? That. Because I know we didn't roll, like, the, any kind of interrupt type thing, but we do know that there are, will eventually be... Eventually. <laughs> some sort of mutinous activity on this ship. And so even though like it's not ready to come into fruition yet, groups are working towards that goal. Right. So there could some, be problems some foreshadowing. with the ship. Okay, I like that. Let's do action subject on it, though. Okay. Then get some more G100s in there to see what happens. Action, 82. Activity, which is just another word for action. <laughs> is inactivity one of the other ones? No. Subject, 84. Status quo. <laughs> Execute order status quo. <laughs> okay, here's what I think is a possibility for this. This place was closed for repairs, renovations. Whatever Cho did running in here, like, just turned it back on. But, like, there's okay. no other people here. So I'm not thinking, like, spooky uh, carnival ride. But, like, a ski slope thing, the chairlift kind of thing could be okay. active all of a sudden. Okay. And so, like, someone might get knocked over by a chairlift. Someone might catch a ride on a chairlift. Okay. There's a little, like, yes, indoor chairlift. mountain with ski slope. Chairlift ex machina? Yes. So, something is just activated. It's got old tiny chain link. Okay. Even though, I guess, in Star Wars, it would make way more sense if they were just individual pocket pads. <laughs> it's part of the, the rustic atmosphere. Yes. So, this side's chairlift was closed. There aren't people on this side of the mountainous area because of that, but it gets tripped on. So that is a hazard that can come into play. Or something that somebody could maybe snatch an escape ride on. Yes. But I think probably the, the worst thing that could possibly happen for Joe is for him to be at a large range and for you guys to decide to just shoot him. Yes, there's also like, there's no people in here. So they could just say, you know what, we just got this guy down, we'll probably live. We're still like open to the rest of the area. It's just there's nobody at this side of the mountainous yes. thing. If the stormtroopers decide to shoot, there's plenty of witnesses around. Yeah. Not that they're going to do anything about it. That might cause some panic. Right. So Cho was pretending that he is going to surrender in the interest of getting to ground that he can move on. 
So now that he's reached the mountainside type place, the sergeant is still on solid ground. The stormtroopers are on ice. Yeah, they need to just, just like spend their tactic to just get closer. Just get off the ice, essentially. Yeah, and I'm just trying to decide like how serious a situation Cho thinks this is. Well, he just disobeyed in order to... Well, and just pretended that he's gonna... Right, that was just out to de-escalate and he... Yeah. He cashed that chip. But if that guy is talking about arrest now, Cho is not sure like how many other stormtroopers are actually like around. Like how many... Are they calling out our squads? Right. Like How he, many stormtroopers are on the ship? He doesn't know, like... I don't think he was aware necessarily that stormtroopers were part of the Moff's entourage. And so he doesn't have a sense of how many more there could be. If he just gets away from these guys, is that sufficient? Or is he going to, like, step out into a hallway and find there's a whole lot more? Yeah, possibility. So we have said that Cho's maneuver essentially took him to solid ground. So he's off the ice skating rink now? Absolutely, yes. Cho okay. is off the ice skating rink. So I think if he runs at this point, then he is totally given up the option of pretending to surrender, which can let him get closer to deal with this. Yeah. So I think what he wants to do is continue to pretend to surrender. Of like, well, let's get out of this crowded room. Well, previously I was thinking, oh, if he moves himself in between them, maybe they won't shoot at him right. because they wouldn't want to hit each other. But now he's thinking, if I can be behind the sergeant compared to where the stormtroopers are, then the stormtroopers will not have a shot at me. Right. So I think he will continue to move towards the sergeant for surrender purposes. Okay. The sergeant wasn't on the rank yet. The stormtroopers are. The stormtroopers still need to fuddle their way off the rank. Yeah. So he's thinking maybe he can close the distance to the sergeant. Okay. And be able to, like, incapacitate the sergeant in some way such that the stormtroopers can't get him. Okay. That's what he's thinking his approach to this problem will be. That's reasonable. So he has not darted off, in fact. So he is not running away. That's right. He made a cool check. He didn't, at no point, made an athletics check. It's just... He succeeded that cool check. Okay. Yes. He's going to continue to be cool <laughs> and try to position himself in such a way that will be advantageous for moving into combat. So he is moving towards the Stormtrooper Sergeant. Cool is what I want him to be rolling here. As this action... I think so. Yeah. In terms of... He's maintaining his calm. Yes. For his tactic, I think perception might be the thing to go with here. Because he's trying to, like, line himself up the right way. Okay. I think that makes sense. Like, watching where everybody else is moving and stuff and adjusting his movements accordingly. Okay. I like that. Okay. Stormtroopers. The minions, they just might need to spend their turn getting off the ice. And, like, so not really making forward progress, but just... They're down to two guys. I think they've probably just been killed a whole turn doing that. that I don't know if you want them to roll for that or just, like, think, they fumble their way to the side. I think I'm fine with saying that successfully happens. And depending on how things go with Joe's rolls, that will, like, determine kind of where they end, where yeah, they end up in relation right. to him and the sergeant. Right. The sergeant is not on the ice. The deception against the sergeant did not succeed. Right. So, like, he's still on his guard. Oh. Um... Somehow this guy's gotten further away. What are you thinking? I was thinking that at some point I wanted Cho to put on gloves, but I'm not sure. That's kind of a maneuver. and like, I will play this story point to say that when Cho took that original coat and picked up a scarf as well, that he slid on a pair of gloves. Okay. I think the stormtrooper sergeant, this guy's coming over here. So, like, he's complying, but I still don't trust him. I don't trust him, so I'm going to say, all right, need you to put your hands... On your head. I don't know if this is coercion. Like, I feel like this is, like, I'm making the arrest. That's what I like. This is on that line between coercion and leadership. Of, like, I'm making this arrest. So you just put your hands on your head. We're going to ask you some questions. 
And then you say can and will be used against it. Like, it doesn't have it like cuffs on him right now, though. Right. So at that point. Can be coercion if you want. No, I feel like leadership... Maybe leadership is the tactic. He wants to present this as just like, this is just this is an arrest. Like, I'm not going to punch you in the face unless... Like, almost stepping through the procedure, like, that creates a block for other people. Like, nope, this is just the procedure that has to be. Now, granted, this is a stormtrooper sergeant. Who failed leadership school. Or went to a failing leadership went school. Went to a failing leadership school. So I think his tactic is leadership. And I think the action... But the action is still coercion of, like, I'm literally coercing you to do something you don't want to do. Okay. But I'm doing it in a by-the-book fashion. Okay. Unfortunately, my discipline is still for crap. (laughs) We found Joe's weakness. Yeah. Which is, he is not very disciplined. Cracks under pressure. But he's cool. It's fine as long as no one is looking at him. Cracks under some other type of pressure. All right. Joe's perception. What is that going to be against? It's not a crowded space anymore. And he's making this tactics check to decide. Maybe, I wouldn't think it's these guys discipline necessary they're not trying to hide where they're although like it is it's discipline in their sense like maintain a proper formation of like don't cross our lines of fire that kind of thing i don't know if that's i had been thinking like their cleverness and how they're supposed to move but you're right i think it is in terms of like them following their training of how they should be positioning themselves in a dangerous situation so we can set it by their discipline i would set it by the stormtroopers i think that's correct because the sergeant isn't moving as much in the situation one red two purples Joe's perception fails with two threats. Is there something he doesn't notice here? Like, he's going to get bumped by a chairlift. Two threats is enough for a setback die on his I next I think it's going to be a setback die, and it's it's not necessarily he gets hit by a chairlift. Like, whatever he's doing, he's walking around, the chairlift is like, oh, it's a distraction. He almost gets whacked by a chairlift. Okay. Sergeant is going to roll. Do you wish to use this story? Yeah, sure. Failure with an advantage. Everybody fails what they're trying to do again. What's your coercion situation? <laughs> Three greens. Interesting. Oddly enough, leadership school, they teach you leadership, uh, not yelling at people. That's why people yell ineffectively. All right. So Cho's rolling cool again. The cool is against the sergeant's vigilance. Yes. So two reds and a purple. And a black die from a chairlift. Oh my goodness, it's time for the blue streak to come rescue me. What'd you get? Two triumphs? I do have two triumphs. That's uh, <laughs> something you can keep in mind. <laughs> I have finally success. I have success with two triumphs and two threats. PD 101 could help you out, too. Roll your coercion. Yes. Uh, let's upgrade one of those. Success with two threats. Uh-oh. Hit with a glitter bomb? I mean, we both had two threats. Everyone gets hit with a glitter bomb? What do you want to do with those? With the triumphs? The triumphs. All right, we both succeeded in this chase thing here, yes. which I think means we are now together. We were both headed to the same place. Okay, if you want. Because I was. It was your goal to get closer. myself in. Right, right. The stormtrooper minions are still like medium distance back or whatever. Okay, they're still medium away, which is good for me. Um, uh, I don't think Cho needs to be rescued, but I. No, I don't think Cho needs to be rescued by somebody else. It would be nice for me if. We can be engaged at this point. I like, think that's fine. For the purposes of the next round. Yes. I don't know that you need to spend a triumph Well, so I have something that I can only do on an unaware adversary, and... I think you can spend one to, like, you get to engage, and the sergeant, like, you're like, all right, sir, I just need to put your hands on your head, and, like, he looks back, and, like, he sees his idiots taking forever to get, and he just gets... It's not like he doesn't know the guy's not there, but... 
Right. He is so, unaware. So I was for saying, like, of... I, I could use one of the triumphs to enable the unawareness. Yes, I think that's Such fine. that I could use the unaware attack. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fine. So I am going to initiate combat. Okay, that's absolutely fine. But I need to be able to go first. I'm wondering if I can use the second triumph to essentially get a surprise round. I think so, yes. Like, you'd be so going... I won't be using them for any upgrades or anything right. like that. So I will be able to get in my attack against an unaware person I think who so. also has not acted yet. That is correct. Allowing me to use my quick strike and my backstab. Yes. And I think it's narratively, he was, wasn't was trusting you at first, but you know what? It probably looked like to the sergeant, like, this guy had an opportunity to run just now. He just got a little startled. I just need to bring this guy in and request a new ape squad because these guys are a bunch of idiots. His train of thought gets distracted. <laughs> And to think about his stupid minions. Okay, so shall we do one last resilience check to see, like, what... Yes. If, final... In case people's strain levels are affected. Yes, I think that's fine. And then we're ending this encounter from a Genesis level, so we will roll some sort of recovery? Yes, I think we will roll okay. more difficult. So essentially we're, we're rolling a cost and then we're rolling a heal. Yes. Now we're rolling against four purples, and we both had two threats on our chase rolls. So you think we get a black die and that we expended a lot of... I think we both get a black die on the resilience check. I think that's fair. Is a fair thing to say. Is each of us has evaded the... Has to dodge around the chair left. <laughs> All right. This is a lot of purples for someone with no... Not skills. a lot of resilience. You have three, bro? That's right. You said he was... I said... You said live. Right. But I said he wasn't More than wiry. wiry. Yeah. Three brawn is he works out. Right, but I told you he skips resilience day. Yes. They just have to eat poisonous foods, <laughs> drink... Not as healthy as he could. Breathe in toxic gases, you know. Like he had a disadvantaged childhood, okay? He, he didn't so get all the... So he had perfectly clean air? He like... didn't have the all the nutrients he needed. Ah, so. uh, I see. All right, so he failed that with two threats. So that's two more strain. He's going to pass out before coming again. Two more threats. Is he taking a black die on this? On his, like, attack yeah. roll? Because he's just, yeah, like, we'll do a little that. nervous. Well, yeah, the thing is, like, combat is definitely not his first choice. Yeah, and, like, there's no going back from this. Right. And also, like, if he does take that sergeant out, those stormtroopers could decide to just flat out shoot at him. Yeah, they might. All right, Sarge, it's cold, but you actually have resilience. Sergeant succeeds, three successes and two threats. He's probably also going to take a black die on his first round of combat. Okay, that's fair. Bumbling idiots... The ape squad. The ape pair at this ape point. pair. There's only two of them. The ape duo. Yeah, they So they suffer two strains. Uh, one more of them. It's just like... <laughs> like he finally got off the ice. <laughs> he just crawls off. Sarge, we need a break. There's one, one guy left who's still active. Okay, so you know, maybe taking out the sergeant is all I need to do. Question. Yes. In the, the, hey, we need to question you, you got to surrender, has anything been said by the sergeant pertaining to why they are looking for him? I don't think so. Like, the sergeant probably hasn't even been told why. He's probably just been told there's a young-looking Pantoran male with short hair, lavender tips, might be in a crew uniform. We need you to bring him in for okay. questioning. Which means that there's a separate group of people who were the ones who went to the cargo hold and, like, saw the blue glitter and all those types of things. I think because it's such a huge ship, that's probably true. Okay. And, like, the person who saw the glitter, like, that probably wasn't even a stormtrooper squad. It was probably uh, someone on the MOF staff who was, like, we got an alert. Like, that's weird. Okay. I would think it'd be odd to send the stormtroopers into that immediately. Like, your first thing is, like, there's probably some mechanical layer or something. Okay. Like, just... So I don't think he even knows. Okay. I was just trying to figure out, in terms of what... Cho will think about why they came after him. 
It is suspicious that this happened very shortly after that alarm was set off among the moth things. But it's not like they're like, they haven't said anything indicating... They haven't said like the moth wants to talk to you? Yes, they haven't mentioned the moth. They haven't indicated that... Even if somebody went, they might only be saying, oh, the flashing light is going off on the moth's one crate. Here's a question. In terms of like... So this is a question. Because he sabotaged the other crate. We just asked the question of what does the sergeant know about uh, what Chuck did. Okay, yeah. I think that's that. a reasonable assessment. My interest in asking these questions is from the point of view of, of what will Cho conclude, but yes, sure. what does the sergeant know? And then I think the question should be, like, does the sergeant know what Cho did, essentially? Or does he know the report about what he did? The viewers know that the Imperial saw something. Does the sergeant know that? Okay. To the effect of, like, does he know that this guy is wanted for tampering with the Moss things is probably okay. what the public thing is. I, based on what I was saying earlier, I think that's unlikely. Okay. Because there's, the moths things are probably very, whatever they are, they're locked away for a reason, and that's probably not something the Stormtrooper Sergeant needs to know about in general. So, unlikely, Chaos Factor 7? 24. Yes, but not emphatically so. He got, like, the report or whatever that, yes, this guy's wanted as a person of interest or whatever in connection with tampering with the moths. Shipment? I don't know what personal effects. You could just say the moths cargo. And probably when he was, like, Put your hands above your head, you're under, we need to ask some questions about the moth's cargo. Probably he would say something okay. to that effect. So imagine your description was seen tampering with the moth's cargo. Then from there, we are going to move into combat. So you get your surprise attack off first. We all get to recover strain first. We all get to recover strain. And I am cool, not disciplined. And I will recover no strain. <laughs> Alright, now it's time to behold a few tricksy things. Alright, black die from avoiding the chairlift. Boost die, because you haven't acted yet. For a maneuver, Cho draws a weapon, which I... Don't have quick draw yet. I don't have quick draw. He draws a weapon with his maneuver, and then he attacks. He is not going to take an extra maneuver. Okay. And he is going to backstab, which lets him, against an unaware adversary, use his skullduggery skill instead of his melee skill. Which is a significant improvement. It gives him an additional yellow die. Are you upgrading in addition? You have two storage-wise. I will. You want to make this count? He does need to make this count. It's two purples for melee fighting. Does your fellow... He has adversary one, but no defense. When I was rejiggering this character sheet, I swapped out something. He used to have natural skullduggery, which would be... In this situation, that would have been... In this situation, extremely useful. Killer. (laughs) Ha ha ha. There's like a few different funky things he has, but some of them work on melee and some of them work on brawl. So they cannot all be stacked into one lethal blow. We have four successes and two threats. Now, one of the other features of backstab is that... Oh. Hmm. Sorry. He had to take another maneuver. Okay, that's fine. He needed a maneuver to ready the weapon. What weapon is he using? He is using a weapon that has a poison reservoir in it. Oh my. But it takes a maneuver to activate. to activate the reservoir. Mm. So what he has is a punch dagger. It is a very small dagger that like kind of fits into the palm yeah. of the hand. So it does have pierce to help it get through. Okay. So what is happening here is he is backstabbing with a poisoned knife. Yep. We'll deal with the damage first. The backstab, the skullduggery instead of melee. Successes do two damage, not just one damage. Ooh. Okay, so his three brawn and then... He has four successes here. Does the weapon itself not add anything? The weapon itself adds one. Each success is adding two damage. Yes. So that's eight damage for the successes. Correct. And four is 12. And there's pierce one. Okay. 
he is still up. That is the damage from the punch dagger itself. Yes. Which is whole wound damage. Yep. The poison reservoir requires you to make a resilience two check. So two purple resilience? Yes, which you actually will probably be okay at because you had yellow yellow green for resilience. Does it yellow yellow green? Okay. So that succeeds. Any threats left over there? One threat. You can take one strain. Yes, you can take one strain. Okay, so that did not do what Joe wanted. That did a lot. It did do a lot, but the thing is, like, he wanted to take this guy out, but also, Cho does not like hurting people. Well, Cho should consider another line of work than <laughs> rebel operative. <laughs> Just, uh... So, like, the fact that you resisted the, the anesthetic that was in the knife, that's not what he wanted to happen. Oh, and then, like, he wouldn't necessarily have felt anything. Yeah. Maybe combat doesn't start, in a sense. Well... If he had taken five strain damage here, just being a rival, that probably would have been enough to take him out. Uh, if he took five more strain, no, he would still be up. His wound threshold is 15. 15? He is a stormtrooper sergeant. But yes, Cho's thinking was, maybe I can knock this guy out with one shot, essentially. I think if he had been worn down more from the chase, yes. All right. That was still a nasty, nasty hit. Too bad you can't do that again. No. No, I can't do that again, but I have some other tricks. Now we roll initiative. Cool vigilance. I'm rolling cool. Yeah, these guys are rolling vigilance. And they're cold. Yes. Cho is 1.3, unfortunately. Sergeant is going to be two yellows and a green and a black. 4.1. Oh, it's going to be a bad day. But he's engaged with Cho. Yes. Stormtrooper squad is going to be three greens. Stormtrooper and squad? Is it one guy? 4.1. Wow. Okay. Yes, the sergeant is engaged. So this guy just tried to stab me. Did stab me. I had two threats on my attack. I am not taking them as strain. Okay. That can give your opponent a blue die. Or I can take a black die on my next action. Okay. I think he's just a little upset. But you know what? But I am going to activate... You have an out-of-turn incidental. I have an incidental. You cannot disengage from me unless you spend two maneuvers to do so. Okay. That cost me two strain as well. Okay. This is so that if you decide to just step back and shoot me, yeah. it costs you something. Yes, yes, yes. I think you was going to do it. Like, you pull out a knife. Ah, that was a knife. <laughs> you a thought knife. you bought a knife? You <laughs> bought us out a knife. Do a vibro knife fight. Okay. Song a sheet here, vibro knife. So he will spend a maneuver to pull out his vibro knife. And we'll give him a blue die on his attack from my... Th- yep, he has a black die from shenanigans earlier, plus from the cold. Uh, two yellows and a green. That's his base skill. Does Cho have... Cho has defense. Cho has defense. Look at this guy. Two purples, three blacks, one blue, two yellows and a green. a lot of blacks. I think you're going to spend here. The knife, I can take him down. That's still mostly non-lethal. A vibro knife is lethal. Mostly non-lethal. <laughs> it's wounds. A vibro knife is wound damage. You do not have success. You have one threat. You have failure, but you have a triumph. So you cannot crit. Right. I don't know how firm a grip this guy has on this punch dagger. Like, this guy doesn't even necessarily know he was poisoned, right? Because he, right. he beat he, it, he just felt, I yes, just stabbed. He, he succeeded, so he's not feeling sluggish or anything. Um, so if you want to knock the weapon from my hand, that's a legit... I think that is what he does. Knocks that out. Okay. I think the stormtroopers, they're at medium plus, we said. Yes. What is their read on the situation? Uh, maybe they should make a vigilance check of how much did they even see? Because, like, they couldn't... If you want. I mean, they did roll 
vigilance for the combat. And they had four successes. Clearly, the sergeant like just, just tried to stab this guy. Yeah. Pull a knife. I, I don't think that's a proper procedure, sir. Uh, I don't think talking back to your squad commander is probably the procedure. There's one guy. His reaction is probably the close distance. So I think he'll spend his two maneuvers. Okay. He will go from medium plus to medium. To short, which is close enough for stunning to work. close enough for stunning. Uh, but switching to stun takes a maneuver. Uh, but that is both of their turns then. And Cho is now unarmed. Time for the next trick of his sleeves. A brawl attack. Yellow, green, green versus your purple, purple. But you are an adversary, so it's purple, red. Yep. I am going to upgrade. You may recall Cho put on gloves before. There was a reason for that. Mm. But I I don't succeed. All I needed was one success. I have one advantage on healing a strength. You're about to be shot. I should have aimed. I don't know what to do with my maneuver then. Um, you can't really take cover in this situation. No. I'm engaged. There's no one cover to, to take while engaged. You don't have any other allies. To... Is there something you want to pull out for a future? No, like, I, my gloves are my weapon. Right. I'll take the guarded stance. It's black guy to both people. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll take the guarded stance. We are back to the top, then. Yeah, this is curtains for Joe. This sergeant is... This guy just tried to punch me, is what it looks like to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he knocked the dagger out of my hand. Yeah. He stabbed me with a knife, and I took a swing at him. It was useless. And just missed. Yeah. Suspect is resisting arrest. <laughs> I think he would like to hit you, and then maybe the round after that he'll ask you to surrender. <laughs> but I feel like at this point he wants to hit you first. Yeah, I mean, I did hit him with the punch dagger. Yeah, he wants some payback. That's um, fair. Which is wrong, but uh, that's what he's going to do. So, it's going to be his melee. He has a black die due to cold. A black die to your defense, and a black die because of your guard stance. Is that all correct? Yeah. He'll pay to upgrade. He is not spending his maneuver because he's going to save that for telling his minions to do something. Oh, he has some sort of leader. Tactical direction! They can allow his minions to make immediate free maneuver or add the blue die. But the free maneuver could make a difference. All right. He lucks out, by which I mean his skill pays off because he is able to crit me if he wants to. He has two successes and one threat. So okay. triumph. So it's six damage, pierce two. So four damage. I think he will crit because this thing has vicious. He may get reprimanded for it later for injuring a, a prisoner, but who's gonna reprimand him? The moth, perhaps. It's probably it's gonna be Ursa Deal. You were supposed to bring him in for questioning. He fell. He fell on his knife. The subject had a knife. These wounds are clearly from a vibro knife. There's blood all over your vibro knife. Subject stabbed himself with a vibro knife. Forty-five. Oh, uh, there's vicious one. You roll forty-five. Oh, so fifty-five. Here's some wound. Target increases difficulty of all presence and willpower by one until the crit is healed. That's a level two. Yeah, 45 would have been much better. That would have just been knock prone and suffer a strain. Uh, so that was his turn. And his maneuver is to yell at his squad. <laughs> squad of ones. Uh, they are at short range currently. Yes. Uh, he yells at them to take a maneuver to be like opposite on the other side of Joe. But they're not engaged, but they're close by and they... So have him surrounded. Okay, but the sergeant is engaged with me, so... The ar- that sergeant is still engaged with you. Upgrade the difficulty of the If shot. they're going to shoot. Yeah, at this point, they're not shooting, because, like, they just saw stars, like, stab this guy in the heart, it looks like. It wasn't in the heart. It has to be somewhere fearsome-looking. <laughs> fearsome, okay. But it wasn't disfiguring wound. That might be helpful in this situation. The stormtrooper has not been ordered to shoot. I think he is going to, like, make coercion. Like, I would think that makes sense. Tell him to give up. Do you, I don't know, do you think he would just shoot in this context? I'm just worried about coercion being used 
He's not going to be able to just inflict strain okay. based on number of successes. Okay. Like, he might inflict at most two strain or something, you could say. Or, well, no, he doesn't have scathing tirade, so they can't, like, do right. like, a black like, guy that way. Scathing tirade is, like, specifically for those that types of true. things. They just might ta- essentially take a maneuver. You could say that they're doing aid another to yeah. give a blue die to their boss because of how they are positioning themselves. They're going to, like, aim at Cho, and they're going to take a maneuver to, but, not, but no action. Yeah, And they'll take a maneuver fair. to aid their boss. Because, like, like, the boss had to take a maneuver to get this, but this is how he can get his blue die back. So they're ready. It looks threatening. They're also ready, like, if Cho did something to take the sergeant down, they're already aimed at Cho, yeah. and they can shoot him. Okay. But it doesn't make sense for them to just shoot right now. If this stormtrooper is, like, timid enough, like, he knows his boss. His boss has clearly lost his cool. He's got the knife out again. Yeah. Like, you don't want to yeah, interfere with that. that. You don't want to interfere with that. It's Joe's turn. Yeah, that... Stormtrooper moved into an inconvenient position, but did not hurt me. They clearly have the advantage. They don't need to beat you to a bloody pulp, uh, at least not here. They'll take you back to a prison cell where no one can see into it there. That's fair. Uh, Cho's going to try this brawl attack again. Okay. He has a black die because he did the guarded stance. Yes. He is going to aim, and he's going up against red-purple, and he's going to spend a story point. Come on, Cho. You just need to land a hit. Succeed at something. No. Fails with four advantages and a despair. Your gloves are actually some sort of shock glove or something? No, they have an anesthetic in them also. Oh, guy's got a thing. It's a despair. If I stabbed myself with it, that would be oddly... That'd be real bad. I mean, I have... Subject passes out? Uh, it's, a, it's, not it's another resilience check. Yeah. It's, the, it's an anesthetic again. Other things that are bad for Cho... Oh, it's a despair and we're in an environment. And there's that yeah. chair going around. Do you want to get whacked by a chair? What's going to be a game mechanic of being whacked by a chair? Is that like another crit? No, I think this is like you have to make a vigilance check. Okay. Like to like at the last minute avoid the... Like you're looking one way, the stormtroopers are clearly looking a different way. Okay, I'm going to use all four advantages to heal strain. Okay. I feel like this should be a hard vigilance check. Okay, because that chair is coming around. The chair is coming around. You were not noticing it. I am actually good at vigilance. Well, there you go. So three purples versus my two yellows. If this fails, what will happen? I'll get whacked by the chair and take wound damage? Or I'll be knocked down? I mean, you're going to take some damage, I think. And there's a good chance you'll be knocked down. I think you will take damage and make a coordination check. And if you have lots of triumphs in that, maybe you've caught yourself on the chair. I want to give you options. Ooh. I have failure, but I have a triumph. So here's what I think happens. You, I don't know if your punch, what his fighting style is... So, they're needle gloves. The glove has a needle in it that is quite hidden. Is it a punch then, or is it more like a palm attack in here? Cho also has pressure point. So, my opinion is, it's a needle that's essentially like middle finger kind of thing. Okay. It would be a very jabby style of hitting, because in addition to the anesthetic, he would want to hit the pressure point. So, here's what I think happens, and you can tell me how ridiculous this is. <laughs> this stormtrooper is a big guy. You know, like, the neck is where, like, the armor's weak is where you need to pierce through. You're Pantoran, you're not Chiss, you're not super tall. <laughs> you make make a quick hop to try to get him. The Stormtrooper's too quick. Or, like, he's big, he's fought, mm-hmm. he's got a knife out. Yeah. He's ready for that. You don't hit him. He's got two levels of brawl. He's he got two levels of brawl. Of melee. He knows how to fight. You're up in the air, and that's right when the chair... Oh, the Stormtrooper's just ducking from the chair. You get... Whoa! Well, you have a triumph. I do. I feel like the chair, like, is taking you away. You're on the chair. Okay, but I was struck by the chair. Oh, yeah, you were struck by the chair. That's a bad time. 
That's like getting struck by a rock, right? We run Rocky Mountain side. Yeah, we are on Rocky Mountain side. I feel like you just take the damage. This rock slide is damage five. I mean, that is also like, there's a roll to see how much. So the minimum damage you'll get hit with is six. I feel like six damage. Okay. You know, a quick reversal of fortune there. All right. I heal some strain. I take some wounds, but I'm on a chair that's headed up the mountainside. That's headed up the mountainside. Okay. Uh, you are no longer engaged with Stormtrooper Sergeant, though. Okay. That was my turn. And now it's two bad guys' turns. Now it's two bad I'm guys' I'm going to end up passed out on this chair. There's a good chance. I just got to wait for you to come back around. <laughs> Unless PD-101 is at the top, then he can save you. <laughs> he told me that he couldn't. Rebels couldn't offer any support. Unless the blue streak shows up. Did he, does he activate his junior citizen brigade <laughs> warning? He's like swiped one off of her. Probably. He's, He's not, not a klepto. GD probably flung a business card at him. Oh, she stuck one in his bag. She stuck one in his bag. Like, he might need it. We're friends now. So, I'm short range from them now? I think you're short range from all of them. Okay. I have something that I will attempt at short range, but then I'll be happy to let this chair take me further away. Yeah. Gotta decide. These guys probably want to stun you at this point. I think it's likely, actually, that the trooper goes first in this round. He was aiming at Cho, yeah. and he's got a clear shot now. He's got a clear shot. Do I have um, any cover from the chair? I think you do get a black dive cover from the chair. So, short range. Uh, he's got three greens in the situation, because he's one guy. There's two blacks, one for the cold, one for the... Cover. One for the cover, and one purple. Because it's short range, yeah. Because it's short range. I'll take the upgrade. I'll also upgrade. Uh, and he aimed... He did aim. So he's got a blue die. Does he also aim again, or does he just take the shot? I feel like the reality is he just takes the shot right away, and then he's probably going to keep up. Run up after yeah. them. This could be the end, but no. One advantage. He pays a blue die forward. What does the sergeant do with his bloody knife in hand? Because he did hit me. <laughs> he did knife. hit you. This is a bloody knife. Yes. I think he needs to make a discipline check. Like He's frustrated now. He's supposed to bring this guy in alive, but could have been an accident that this falls <laughs> off of this... Like, he's tipped a nerve on this guy. He got away from him, he duped him, got stabbed. So he needs to make a discipline check to do the appropriate... Uh... What is the sergeant's name? Because he's going to be an NPC now. Like, Cho has made him a personal enemy by slipping... Yeah, what is the sergeant's name? Uh, Reynolds. 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 Uh, he should make a discipline check first. All right. To avoid being super pissed. He was stabbed, he wasn't critted. Correct. He, he doesn't know that... He doesn't know there he was, was About the attempted... He gets two yellows on Two yellows and a green, was it? Yeah. Just two purples, or...? I think this might be a three purple. Oh, or is it, it has blacks because of, like, his motivation? Oh, I think there's, yeah. So, I think there's a black because he was stabbed, and this guy fooled him, essentially. Okay. Like, if he just gotten away, he'd be like, all right, that's So, really he annoying. has a pride issue. He's got a pride issue. Okay. Or it's, maybe it's not even so much pride, as like, I need to do this to, like, advance. I went to the crummy leadership school. I didn't go to... Fear um, of leadership failure. Yeah. Like, he knows he went to a third grade school, and so he's got to do something else to show he's... So, is it one black guy, his personal issues here, or two black dice? There will be two black dice total. Okay. I think one black guy represents the level of things that Cho has done to him that any person would be pissed about and want some form of retribution for. And, and two purples, I think. Two purples. You have one story point. He's not gonna I'm not going to use it there. Okay. Like, you want him to fail this, right? I guess we should have said, what does failing it mean? Failure means... He's not going to switch to stun. He's not going to switch to stun. He failed. He's got four advantages. He's got four advantages. Four advantages on a discipline check. He uses two of them to, like, take a free maneuver to, like, re-ready his gun, casting aside his vibro knife just on the floor. And then he's going to take 
He has two more advantages. But this is on a discipline check. So I could see it being blue dice added to the stormtroopers next turn because of leadershipy type stuff. Okay. But it okay. shouldn't be things that are like physically helping him. No, that's true. That's true. Because this isn't his action. That is a very good point. That's a very good point. It was okay. just a roll to help decide what he would do. I feel like he should still be able to spend two to like pull his gun right back out right away. Just because he's frustrated. Yes. He doesn't care. He whips that out. And I think the other two can be an extra blue die to his associates as he barks. Capture a kill, I don't care. Or like... <laughs> like we got it. It might end up looking to the the trooper that he just forgot to flip the switch to oh, okay, stun. okay. He's like, we gotta take this guy down. And he takes yeah. the shot, but he doesn't switch it to stun. Dominion's like, oh, yep, yep, got it. Yeah, okay. Dominion does not question it. And... Yeah. Okay, I think that's fine. Uh, so his gun is ready. He's clearly frustrated. He's not aiming. He just wants to take this guy out. Um, so he is just gonna unleash a blast of lethal... Short-range blaster rifle. Heavy blaster rifle. Uh, Cho is up a little bit, though. Cho. That makes a difference here. He just has the cover, I guess. He has the cover. That's what counts for that. Yeah. And it's cold, but this fellow has two yellows and green, like most of his skills. And Cho has defensive. Yes. And I will spend that point to upgrade difficulty. This guy's pissed. He would spend the point. <laughs> his choice. He hits with two successes. That is going to be 12 damage coming at you. That's 8 damage. Gets through. That was exactly what you needed. And one above my wind threshold. Oh. Okay. But I am on a chair that is moving forward. You are on a chair that is moving forward. So I think we need to ask the table. Do you fall off the chair? I was going to say, do I have any allies around? Oh. Well, that's also a good question. (laughs) I was only hit over by one, and you didn't crit me or anything, and I'm, like, sitting in a chair. And it's like, even if they want to, like, they might see you all, you pass out, but they can't get up there to you. Doesn't they have to wait till it comes back around, essentially. Okay, I think this is a fair question. So, whether it's a character that was already established or not, like... Uh, I think if you have an ally, it is PD or it's the blue streak. Those are your options for allies in this situation. Because okay. I don't think Charney's coming to help you. No, no. JT or PD101 are the only characters mentioned so far, I guess, other than... The only other possibility would be someone who's like nominally like a bystander who like wasn't aware of what was going on down low. And like you get to the top and like, oh my gosh, this guy's injured. What happened? <laughs> that's true. So, so that's a third possibility. So that's a third possibility. There is also, aside from the issue of Cho's on this chair riding up and away unconscious, now blaster rifles have been fired down on the lower level. So the stormtroopers may also have extra time to get up to the top because they now have panicky people. This is a third possibility. Like also to get up to the top, you take the chairlift or you climb. Right. And it's not just one maneuver per range no. thing. So they have knocked Cho out, but they have not captured him yet. Right. Don't you take a crit when you go over your one threshold, though? Yep. So, didn't give me a crit, Dave. <laughs> nice try, you already have two. This is not a good day. It's 43, which is a level... Level two. Target is knocked prone and suffers one strain. So you suffer one more strain. Okay, so are you going to say that does knock me off the chair? No, I don't think so. Okay. I am reclined on the bench. I thought that's actually the question you were going to ask. I wasn't going to make you do that, because then you would take 10 more damage. you definitely get captured. I mean, if it was the PCs going after a bad guy, yeah, I mean, it's a chance <laughs> that he might fall off. I want Joe to get away here, but suffer some serious consequences <laughs> along the way. Yeah, you know, I had gone back and forth in my head about whether to engage them in combat or just keep running. And, and you know, had uh, one or two rolls gone differently, you might have taken out that Stormtrooper Sergeant no problem and felt really awesome about it. You gave him the run for a long time. All right. 
We're going to ask the table about whether anybody helps him. Yes. We think the possibilities are PD, GT, or a bystander like, who sees there's a horribly injured person. Yeah, like innocent bystander. A good Samaritan. A good Samaritan. So are we letting the degree of yes or no affect who it is? Or will we roll some sort of percentage? We should probably roll for if there's anyone. Yes, no, or you think there's going to be someone, that's how this is ending. This is just like a narrative question. I think the narrative question is, does he get help at the top? Is he captured or not? Yes. That's what I want the question to be initially. Okay. Because that defines how the scene ends, and I'm fine with the story progressing in either way, because either he gets away, or he like ends up in jail with JT. Right. So I think we ask that question, does he get help at the top? If the answer is just yes, he gets help from an, uh, a good Samaritan. So like he gets some medical assistance, but like there's another person now who's like seen him and knows that he's being tracked by these people. It's not. He might have to answer some questions by that person, even if they're not an okay. imperial loyalist necessarily. Yeah. Someone's gonna ask like, how did it like, looks like you got shot? What happened? <laughs> and that's a fearsome looking wound you have there. Oh my God, you just look hideous right now. <laughs> You're having a hard time concentrating too. <laughs> so that if you exceptionally succeed, I think it's one of your allies. So like it could be PD because PD is technically on the staff. You might have heard that about uh, like a disturbance, and then he just like uh, that must be well, particularly because Cho called PD about that room because PD was the one who was supposed to arrange for the load lifters to go. Right. Or it could be the blue streak. Again, the audience doesn't know how she got out of the meeting with him off. So I think that's a good way to phrase that if you like. Yeah. So I have another important, most important question. Then what are the chances that there's help for him? So there weren't many people around, but like at the top, there would be people. Right. Also, like accidents can happen on a ski slope. This is a place where a crew member might be around like to make sure that someone... Yes. Normally, they'd be at the bottom, you would think, but they're probably staff this, at the top and bottom. We said that this lift was closed for repairs. It had just reopened. It had just reopened. We could say, you know, that there's definitely more staff on hand for it. Like, you know, just want to make sure it well, works. Well, like, the repair guys probably, they're like, we're turning it back on. He's up at the top, just watching, and like, oh, there's like this body coming off. <laughs> so what? This thing malfunctioned worse than we thought. Okay, so things at the top. Almost certainly people at the top. Notice there's a little bit more staff. You feel like this is likely then? I think it's likely. And it's likely there's a, a good Samaritan in the crowd at the top. And it is Chaos Level 7. I'm pretty sure the Chaos Level's going up. I had really thought like he would get away and the Chaos Level would go down. Nope! But we just failed at everything. Both sides failed at everything. 65. That is yes, but not exceptionally so. Okay, so I think we end the scene with the lift disappearing out of view. Yeah. And the next scene that involves Cho will be with this good, good Samaritan. Samaritan. Which... Could be a character we already know about. But it's not JT. But it's not JT nor PD-101. And Cho actually does have a med kit and painkillers on him. So An uncanny amount of painkillers. Yes, actually. So I know some of these interactions will happen in the next scene, but I should say at this point that Cho has a stim applicator. So like one of those little kind of like needly gun type things. Yep. That contains three doses of the painkiller stuff, but two doses of anesthetic. So the guy looks like maybe some kind of assassin or doctor. Probably does not look like an assassin to some random person. Well. To some random person. You've got needles on your gloves? That will be a very, very difficult perception check to notice. Even when, like, you're unconscious? Yes. It's not cat gloves. Okay, okay. It is a glove with a concealed needle okay. that adds three black dice to the perception check to recognize as a weapon. Most of Cho's weapons have black dice applied to 
being able to find them. Okay. But if a person were just to come upon him, yes, he has a med kit and he has a stim applicator. And so getting him conscious again is just a matter of a successful med check or a painkiller application since he's only one wound over. Okay. So we should set up do the, the setup of the next scene. Is there any other scene? We should do scene cleanup. We should do scene cleanup. This whole entire scene was an interrupt. So the next one we play is JT. Can be JT escorted JT interrogation. to the questioning. Yes. Yeah. So cleanup. NPC wise, we are now going to add 10x Samet, even though he had just a brief uh, scene here. The actor demands that his name be in the credits. But also he now knows visually of Cho oh, as a person true. of interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are also going to add Sergeant Renault. As a personal enemy of Cho's. Yes. He's uh well one, now the guy got away. Looks really bad. We are also gonna add this good Samaritan to the list, even though we don't know anything about them. Yeah, we don't have to determine what they're right. Like I'm just throwing them on the list. I feel at this point it is appropriate to start including Cho threads. That's fine. So Cho's main thread is to learn what the moths met about, slash what Quarish Panaka's plans are as regards to the rebellion. Okay. I don't know if there's any other thread to articulate regarding the fact that he's now actively being chased. Don't know if it's like a new identity kind of thing or... Oh, I see. Yeah, like he has to shave his head or something. Goodbye, lavender tips. Or, like, get some red contacts so he does look chiss. Okay, um, he needs to change his look. That's why, like, new identity, I think, is. Yeah. Otherwise, he's going to have to be dealing with this, like, all over the place. So. That one might be relatively easy to solve. New identity for Cho. Yeah, let's just have, you know, JP do some makeup, because we know how good she is at that. Add some glitter here. <laughs> Skin tone's already perfect. We're not going to mess with that. <laughs> Don't you, you have to apply some darkening or lightening or something. <laughs> well, what if we change these facial tattoos? Is that bad or does that any How tight? How tight are you to this? All right, and now we will set up Cho's next scene. Oh, we had previously set up JT's next scene already. Yeah, that's right. So maybe we shouldn't set up his next. Do because this was an interrupt, we still have to play out the original scene. We do. So we don't roll for. I don't. You still do. So what I'm thinking is JT's scene is is what happens next. Could be modified though. It could end up being modified. So what I think we should do is we should go back to the setup for JT scene. We should say the chaos is now eight. Yep. And we should make the roll again. Okay, let's do that. To see whether something else happens to interrupt. Yes. So we just need a one D ten. It was an eight and I rolled a six. A six means an interrupt. We want to roll It's not event focused, right? I think an event focus would help for the interrupt. Because this might actually make it end up being that it is the blue streak that comes to help him. Oh, I see. Okay, that's a good point. So we rolled D100 for the event focus first. 33, which is doubles. Okay, event focus is introduce a new NPC. Okay. And we roll doubles. Yeah, but first we will take care. We're going to roll a lot of things here. (laughs) But, you know, it's going to flesh out the story. Introduce a new NPC. 49 is the action. Harm. Okay, maybe it's not the mock you're going to meet with, but... Cool, maybe there's some inquisitive. Uh, subject? 29. Pain. Okay, maybe there's, you know, an interrogation proper. He has the right equipment for it. Okay. Yes, so, you know, GG thinks. We're just going to do some question here, I guess it's over. But they're going straight to, like, interrogation. Maybe. So do you think this is reflective of the introduction of... Quarish Panaka himself, and he's into the whole harm painting. I guess we haven't actually had him on screen yet, though. Correct. I think that makes sense, yes. Okay. He is personally interested in 
tortured. Jeez, I gotta figure out how that came about. He was a reasonable person. So you know, maybe that it's like it's, this, it's just guilty pleasure. Well, like he knows it's wrong. Or... He originally worked for the Queen of Naboo. Right. He was like on her staff as a the guard, guard captain type person. But then eventually Empire came along. He was a strong supporter of Palpatine, the senator from Naboo. He ultimately became a moth, and there was an attempt on his life. His home was blown up when he was in it. Now, I didn't learn the details of this until after we started playing the game, at which point I learned that he was killed by that explosion. But we can say in our particular timeline, he wasn't killed by that explosion. He narrowly I, survived. I had been thinking like he was horribly disfigured by that explosion. And Further endearing him to the Emperor. And, you know, perhaps he went a little crazy after that point. Also, like, that it was just like, someone tried to kill me, like... Sir, this never happened. And it was uh, Saw Gerrera's group that, like, did the oh, hit. Oh, so, like, it's like rebels are responsible. Yes. Understanding they're a weird offshoot, but he doesn't make that distinction anymore. Yeah, and that was before, like, the rebellion was fully front-page news. Yes. I feel like he's probably also the kind of guy to associate separatists with the rebellion. Like, they're all seditious anarchists. So, I will say that Ursa Dial, as a person who has a keen interest in various aspects of Vengun culture, is a somewhat moderating influence on the Moth, because she is very much focused on, like, Naboo. Right. Okay, so... Because he knows the only way to extract the information that you need to get is to inflict enough pain such that stopping the pain becomes better than protecting their information. That's, uh, you know, one theory of torture, the other being that people will tell you anything to make you stop. But we will have that all played out. Okay, so that definitely has changed the flavor of JT's next scene. But also, you rolled a 33, which means another random event. Focus, 59. BC negative. I feel like there's a lot more of those. Do you want to be evens or odds? Ooh, I like to be evens. Four. Okay, so it's bad for JT. Tell me about an action. 32. Delay. Interesting. 76. The mundane. Looks like your gala's been pushed even further back. <laughs> trying to figure out how this really advances <laughs> the story in any sense, though. These are not... They don't want to be relevant, necessarily. These are not scenes or anything. That's true. That's this true. is more like a other things that are happening. flavor of stuff. You're in trouble. You can't hold, like, a proper, normal, innocent gala well, while yeah. there's, like, these sorts of clouds over your head. Yeah. And the setup of the scene is like, they told you to bring her up some questions. Like, she knows, like, oh, I'm serious. But at least I get to talk to the moth. She's kind of excited. But they bring her in to, like, talk to the moth. But he's got some, like, torture equipment out. I think, since we have the delay in the mundane and, like, you know, the, the gall being pushed, I think they take you oh, to your that. ballroom. Oh, okay. That's also a good way to, like, trick JT as well. They're like, oh, okay, we can sort this out. Yeah. I can explain. I was just, you know, checking things out for the ballroom and... So they, they take you... Good to... thing all those binders are messed up. I don't mean the cargo bay. Oh, oh. The room where I initially looked, but I got booted from. Unless you want it to be in cargo bay B2, and this involves, like, opening more crates of stuff, because that would advance the plot in terms of learning more about the moth. I think so. I mean, I had been thinking, oh, if we go to the ballroom, then we will learn, like, what the moth is doing there with stuff. But if we go to the cargo hold... Yes, then you can take advantage of the fact that binder clips were sabotaged. Yeah, I think I like that. Okay, so your scene is going to take place back in the scene of the crime. Maybe you can use the blue glitter to your advantage. Still blue glitter. Are there still binary load lifting droids there? We will see.
been listening to Cruise Control, set in the Star Wars universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars, and Genesis role-playing materials. Our players were Dan and Jen, and our GM was the Mythic GM emulator. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. There you can also find our other adventures, including a related story about JT's girlfriend Renzi, our Star Wars Rush Hour trilogy. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you... Stay safe, citizens!